Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. You fucking asshole. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Boomer Bunker. I am Boomer Bob. Speaking on behalf of John Domingo, everything we say or discuss on this show is for entertainment purposes only. If you disagree with anything either of us says on this show and you're not operating motor vehicle or under the influence of alcohol or narcotics, please feel free to tell us your thoughts in the chat. If you're listening to this as a downloaded podcast file, well, you can write us at boomer.bunker at gmail.com or tweet us at boomer underscore bunker on Twitter. My advice is to look at the world we live in, realize you complaining to us about it isn't fixing anything, and then continue on with your life. If anything we say during the show offends you, please feel free to watch a different stream, shut the podcast off, or smash your device with a hammer. Boomer Bunker is not liable for damages to equipment by choosing the latter. If you have made it this far into the show and have decided you can live with these terms, then by all means, give your balls a tug, slap yourself in the face a few times, grab a cup of whatever pisses you off, and please enjoy the show. Boomer Bunker Prime Time. We're totally fucked, but Sam's Clubs has a sale on Tide Pods, so it's all going to work out. Zero plans to work out. I am Boomer Bob and disgusted at me mentioning working out. John Domingo. Bob, how's it going? So happy to be here tonight. I love I'm rhetorical excited. questions. Say that again. I'm sorry. I love rhetorical questions. Yes. How'd you uh, go, Bob? You don't care. No one cares. No one cares about it. Uh, one of our big fans, Dean, is in New Jersey. He's there for a class trip. I guess he's going into New York. That Did battleground is New York. Oh. And I also have in studio in the Boomer Bunker Dungeon, my co-host from the Brand X podcast, Deuces, with me tonight. Come as top bitches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like, Deuces in his laid back nighttime FM mode. <laughs> oh yeah that's what it is no i'm i'm this is bob and your show i'm just a guest uh, it's i uh, yes but if you're gonna just if you're gonna talk just oh, i'm gonna be mellow gonna be mellow. <laughs> how you guys doing good good uh bob what are we getting into tonight that depends if do sacks up or not he will not i promise you who's uh i got a question for dean though who's blocking eric's driveway when while he's out of time Tell uh him. He's probably trying to find out where I live so he can block my driveway, to be quite honest with you. And that's being that's going over the line there, Dean. Yeah, you do it like uh, like we do here. You just drive through the fucking yard. Well, you don't ask people like, move cars. You just pff, drive through the grass. I don't give a shit about this yard. I'll tell you what. I got myself a old-fashioned. Deuce was making the old-fashioned. Oh, hey, Deuce. I've been getting a lot of uh, questions in Discord. How, how what's your recipe for the old fashioned? Okay, uh, there's a couple of ways to make it, but I've recently, I think I me mentioned on Brand X, um, I've converted from uh, crushing sugar cubes to go into old fashioned syrup. So it's a uh, syrup, muddle a cherry, or pierce the cherry with these, uh, a lemon, I'm sorry, an orange slice. Uh, one ounce of club soda, two ounces of your alcohol of choice, bitters, orange bitters, 
and a big ass ice cube and uh, stir and enjoy. Yeah. Jody B says John drinks old factions. Where's my Where's my uh, There you go. Got your back. There, there's a lot of ways to make old fashions, and um, I I played around and I found the way I'm doing it now is the fastest. That's good. You can get really involved with some really they they taste better. I mean, you know, if you really take some time and if you really want to like get into the art of it. But um, when you're doing a podcast, <laughs> does it really matter? And you're up against a timeline. Like, I gotta get this out fast. Yeah, I hear you. All right, hey, Bob. You, uh, I I watched the Mockingbird Media earlier, and uh, the debt ceiling bill passed. Hey, I'm gonna raise the debt ceiling. But they did add, though, they were adamant about like they, they couldn't put enough emphasis on that they're gonna do a bunch of spending cuts with that bill. What do you think um, they're gonna cut? So. When I call, if I, I've never done this, but I would imagine that if I ever called to raise the limit on my credit card, it's not because I'm going to spend less money later. Okay. Well, the interest, it's the interest rate. It's going to keep going up because we're, we're in debt for $31 trillion. Is it now $31 trillion? Well, the, that's not why necessarily why the interest rate will go up. The interest rate will go up because... Oh. They, they've blown the budget through the roof by just printing money and just spending it. So now they have to uh, inflate the interest rate to stabilize all this worthless paper they've printed. And the new Fox News poll says that 70% of Americans think the economy is in bad shape. <laughs> I'd like to know the 30% that thinks the economy is in good shape. Like, uh, would that be the upper class, the... Well, they were just clicking through Pornhub, and they um, accidentally clicked into a Fox News poll somehow. I got you. Maybe that's what it is. Um, and Biden says he's he that he took a hard, a, sorry, a long hard look at his age before deciding to run for re-election. <laughs> I can't hit that enough. So, I have a story here. So if we're going to start off with that. Where we have the, let me find it. Damn it, John. Damn you, John. Here it is. I damn thee, John. I damn thee. I... So a former White House physician wants Biden to take a cognitive test. So Ronnie Johnson, a Republican out of Texas, wants Biden to take a cognitive test or drop out. Uh, he's, I mean, should he take it? I've got I've there's no need. I've got it right here. Um, as a reporter was able to snap this photo, I think, today during a press conference. This is one of the cards he is given. Oh, wow. when he's in a press conference and he has to call on somebody. That is um, question one. Reporter Q&A, April 26, 2023. Q, uh, question one. Courtney Sabramanian. Sabram I wouldn't be able to Los say Angeles that. Time. And here's her question down below. Oh my God! Yeah, for it's it's about foreign policy, semiconductor manufacturing. How are you squaring blah blah blah? That's what he gets. So I don't think there's any need for a cognitive. I think there is. I don't. No, that right there. That right there says he doesn't have it. Nobody else thinks. Nobody else who works there thinks that he has the ability to just field questions. Well, that's true too. Okay. I, okay. I win. Okay, you win. But I would think that 
anybody. Okay, so what? How old is Trump? Trump's like how many years younger? Like four? No, he's. I think he's about a year and a half. Trump's only a year and a half younger. I I believe so. They're very seventy six years old. Is he will be a year older? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Go ahead, Bob. Say that again. His birthday is in June, so he'll be 77 in June. Okay. See, I thought they were closer in age than that. About three years. All right. So they're about three years apart. And it's a notable difference. You don't like Trump goes out and does, uh, goes out and does, what would you call it? Rallies. Rallies. Thank you. Rallies. You know why? No. Fucking Big Macs, man. They'll energize you forever. (laughs) I start eating Big Macs (laughs) and Diet Coke in the can. Yeah, I, I'm looking at pills right now to see if I could take them. Help me with my memory. Throw them away. Just take Big Macs. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, I'm going to start eating Big Macs to see what happens. I, I mean, how can anybody look at him and listen to him talk and say, by the way, uh, this is a guy that should be running the country. This is the guy that should be the commander in chief. How does that even happen? Anyway. If you like, uh, like the like a puppet kind of thing, because you know he ain't running shit. That motherfucker ain't running shit. Well, he one of his he ain't running shit. One of his aides just uh, quit. So he had aides? Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah, he has a lot of aides. As <laughs> many aides. Oh, so no. one of his main aides. Riddled with work. aides. He's riddled with aides. <laughs> He's filthy with aides over there. He must have touched a box of cereal back in the eighties. That's yeah. what Hachi said not to lose weight with AIDS. Yes. Uh, Jackson insists that a cognitive test was required given Biden's age, his various public gifts, and recent polls, and showed this Americans concerned about his mental function. When you first announced your bid in 2020, questions and concerns were raised surrounding your cognitive abilities. Those concerns have only increased because of your mental decline, forgetfulness, and have become more apparent since you've been elected. Over the past two years, public appearances where you shuffle your feet, trip when you walk, slur your words, forget names, lose your train of thought, appear momentarily, confu- momentarily confused, and have become more common. Have been, become more uncom- more common. Maybe we should give you a cognitive test. I would fail. <laughs> but I'm not running the country. I'm just running this dumb podcast. I don't think that's cognition. I think that's comprehension. That's okay. Maybe. <laughs> that's motor- these incidents are so common and notable that if you search Biden gaffes online, there's 14 million results appear. 14 million. Well, I heard a, yeah, how many are suppressed? I, I heard a uh, cut earlier today. I think it was it. Is it Mark Dice? Is that the guy who does a show? Maybe. Mark Dice. I've never heard. I, of I didn't. He's pretty, pretty popular. I just heard. I was watching like another, you know, live stream, and they just run all different clips nonstop, no host or nothing. And this guy played like a cut of him, uh, you know, Biden doing this thing where he does the same speech over and over again, right? But it's like five hundred and fifty-five of the Fortune five hundred companies are paying less than blah or paid zero taxes. And it's like, well, there's no such thing. That'd be the Fortune five five five. Then he's like then then he drops it down to like four forty percent of them and then it's forty and then it's like it's it's all over the phone. Then they're paying uh two percent you know the billionaires and the trillionaires he thinks there's trillionaires out there because he had <laughs> billionaires and trillionaires he's 
he they're only paying three percent well then he bumped it up to eight percent and this other time he was talking about it then uh that same day later on down the road another thing he's saying is back to eight percent and he's he raised it 15 (laughs) percent why the fuck is he breathing like that 15 (laughs) percent absolutely weirdo he is a weirdo They, they need to gong his ass get the hook and pull him see ya I agree. I, again, I don't know why he's doing this, but okay. So I said this today because Trump's going to try to do the same thing and Biden's doing the same thing. They're saying right now that neither one of them are going to do any debates for, uh, for the primaries. Like Trump says, why am I going to debate when I've got the media against me? Come I'll on, be set man. up. I, I, and then Biden's like, and the only one, first of all, the only one I think is running against Biden is uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. As of now. As of now. Well, no, you got that Marianne Williams, the, oh, yeah, the, right. the, the crystal that... woman. Is that her name? Marianne yeah, I Williams? think it's Marianne. Mary. She Charlie ran the last time, too. She's the crystal moonbeam boat for right. the Democratic she... wing of the Democrat Party. Yeah, she's the hippy dippy weather girl of mm-hmm. the Democratic Party. Earlier today, I saw where um, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., has 19% right now in the polls. And it's like, you're yeah, already day one, 19% yeah. the day he announced Biden had something like that does not go well for the incumbent. I think Biden, Biden had like 43. Of course he bragged about it. I got uh, 42 and 46% somewhere in there. The other guy's got 19 what, of your fucking diaper full. Yeah. So there's like 35% of people that haven't made up their mind yet in the democratic party. That 86% of statistics are made up. 80, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that. Uh, so the fact that he won't, because first of all, Robert F. Kennedy would mop the floor with Joe Biden in a debate. Deuce, how many times did uh, Biden try to run before? He ran He tried- ran in 88, and then he ran in 2008. And 88, he had to bail out for the plagiarism charge. Right. And then 2008, why did he bail out in 2008? Obama. Oh, yeah, they got no one was going to stop the boy wonder because the media lined up. They they made their mind up. They're going to line up against the boy wonder Obama. Of course. And he just got out of the way of that train. And from a miracle, Obama just picked him as the VP. And that's why we're cursed with him now. Well, because you want to VP. Well, see, Biden learned from that. You want a VP that nobody would want as president well that's my point if obama had picked anybody else joe biden's career would have ended in 2008 yeah so obama gave him street cred yes and well, yeah didn't... i mean what we have we had uh biden as vp choice then we had that same time we had hillary as uh, secretary of state we had, we had palin as an option for vp come on that was that was in 2008 Hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. And, then, and then Allen was 2008. Well, I know and you and I have discussed this before, but a lot of the polls at the time indicate when McCain picked her, his stock went up. It did? Yeah. Not she, with me. Well, yeah, but you're a sexist misogynist. So, I mean, that falls in line. But, <laughs> okay. No, but you, his, his actual cred went up with Palin because she was a governor. Obama was a nobody. At the time, he was a senator for 144 days when he declared his run for the presidency. He was 
truly the Manchurian candidate. We just don't know who he was serving. Oh, I think I know. They covered that all up pretty well. I think I, I think I know now. I think between eight years of Obama and two years of Biden, I'm pretty sure that it's you know basically a socialist either China. I'm thinking it's China, to be honest with you. Um, well, that could be true with, uh, there's, there's just so much, there's plans within plans I would, know, with yeah. that, with the Democrat party. There always is. I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to try what their plans are now. I, I, I think they want to replace Kamala with somebody like maybe Joe Kennedy. That would be great. All right. Well, see, well, that's the thing because nobody has faith in Kamala either. So if they can get the vaudeville hook, as Bob alluded to earlier, and yank her off the stage and put him in there, and then they run, and then Joe Biden conveniently steps down after he gets reelected, people would be fine with that. And the Democrats are known for doing things like that. Here in New Jersey all the time. We're used to it here. I don't know about Alabama, but here in New Jersey, nothing surprises me what, what they come up with. Bob, what do you, I mean... Biden could die at any time. I mean, we could wake up tomorrow. Oh, us, your lips to God's ears. But then, do you yeah. want come on, you want Harris as a president for the next? Yeah, because she's defeatable. Uh, Anybody can. Oh, beat they're her. not going to run her. Yeah, they already tried that. Rid of her. All right, so I'm going to say something right now. I'm going to throw gasoline on the fire because I believe this. I believe if the Republicans stick to this. We need to outlaw abortion that they will lose in 2024. There's not enough people that will that will get on that train because they're afraid. And well, currently it's not a federal problem. I understand that. Mm -hmm. That but comes down to the state level. I know, see. I, I I get that. But what what people are well, seeing. Well, clearly you don't because no, no. You, you're raising this question. Uh, well, I'll tell you why I'm raising this question because the other people, I get it. The people that don't get it, real, they're like, well, wait a minute. If there's states like Texas and Florida and the middle of the country, you know, if they take away or if they make it illegal to have abortion or even illegal to get the abortion pill, that, you know, that all of a sudden my choices are being taken away and they don't want that. They want the freedom to have that choice. Now I get you deuce and Bob are very pro life. I get that. But the fact is that there's more people. What is more important having the States have laws that outlaw abortions or trying to get a hold of this country and stop the fucking disaster that what's going on right now. I mean, if you had to take your, have you had to? Pick, Why not both? Because it's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you, you get a choice: a Republican in the White House in 2024, or abortion states outlawing abortion. What would you pick? Well, because I, I reject the premise because you're buying into the narrative that the Democrats always put forth. You know, the Democrats like that stuff. That's why they always prey on the social issues. Okay. So when you're you're buying into their argument, okay. All right. Even though the polls say that people, it depends, like all polls, it depends on how the question is phrased. All right. So if you're going to say, is it a choice? People are like, well, I like choice. Yes. But, but if you say, is it a baby and a human life that you're extinguishing that has no voice and you're committing murder? 
I'm, or is it a clump of cells most people fall in line with it's a life that has no voice and we should stand up for it i get that listen no, you I'm, clearly I, do not. I do i <laughs> no i think listen i my state my stance on this is well documented and dizzying no it's a, there's a certain point either it's 20 weeks or or 12 weeks or whatever, there's a time where you say, okay, this is the time. No, again, you're buying it. That's your opinion. No. I'm, talking, I'm here talking about my opinion. Is it a life or is it not? Yes, it's a, it's a life, and I get to kill it up to 20 weeks. Okay, Chris Rock. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm just so saying it. Admit that it's a baby. It's a baby. But that's not what they do. And I, I'll club it like a baby seal up until 20 weeks. That's not nice. You have I awoken the Dutch. I, I don't care. See, Naomi Wolf, Naomi Wolf was... Correct in her. Hang, hang on. You have to admit that it's a baby, and the left won't do that. Uh, okay, I I, I, I disagree with that. I think that they say it is a baby. We still can kill it. Some are coming out and being honest about it now, but the vast bulk of the people <laughs> do not know that. All right, I'm everything gonna, that Narl came up with was made, just made up. I'm going to tell you something right now. All right, and let me let me just say this for okay, the fact that. The 2020 midterms wasn't a giant red tsunami is, in my humble opinion, the sole fact that that wasn't a red tsunami was the fact that there was uh, that the, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and turned it back to the states. And a ton of people don't understand what Roe v. Wade was and why it was actually a bad law. Because it should have been returned to the states. You're you're partially right. Um, oh, it, I am right on this one. You're partially right. It's messaging. The uh, Supreme Court has nothing to do with electioneering. That falls on McCarthy, who was running to be Speaker of the House. He got it, and that's why he had to have vote after vote after vote because the wave didn't materialize because it was poor messaging on his part. Holy shit. I got to go to the chat for this. Sparky Toaster. What the hell is going on with Sparky Toaster? Ten fucking minutes ago. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We're having a discussion here. Does not matter. By the end of the third quarter of 2024, Biden will look like a superhero. They are going to start a war to boost his favoritism and get the economy soaring again. 2024 will be the year of 180 degree turn around for Biden. Biden, and everyone will forget about the 21 to 23 and only remember 2024. Okay. All right. I will. I'll. I'll buy that because we have very short memories. I, I don't know how they're going to do that. Name so the last president that won a war. All right. Duchess is also saying it's easy for a man to say, of course, it's easy for us to say. And then she also says, I love it when men are deciding women's rights. So can I yes, Bob. voice my opinion on the uh, abortion Bob, thing? Please. I apologize, Bob. You're okay. I think somebody needs to come out of the Supreme Court, maybe not necessarily one of the you know justices, but come out and say, Hey, everybody. Uh, thank you for coming out today. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Our local Dollar General thanks you for buying out all of their markers and poster boards and cardboard. Um, this is not a federal issue anymore. You fuckers need to go to your state representatives and fuck with them. Leave us alone. Piss off. Have a nice day. That's pretty much it. Okay. Duchess says, F off, John. I don't whine. Did I say Duchess whines? I mean, I said she's you probably whining. did. She's whining. Probably. I'm sorry. I didn't mean whining. <laughs> it's a double. It's the double old fashioned. You, you, you meant that she that Duchess was drinking wine. 
She was drinking right, that's wine. That's what you meant, right? You, and she's wine. Yes. She's wine. <laughs> you know, my favorite part of the old fashioned is the last couple sips because you get that. that oh, orange. it's a completely different drink at that time. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm sorry. Bob, go ahead. Okay. I just feel bad that Bob doesn't have an old fashioned <laughs> uh, palate cleanser. Okay. You want the secret to happy, loving, fulfilling, honest relationship? Blow him every day. Oh. Every single day. <laughs> Blow him. You won't regret it. True, not true. I yes. I disagree. Yeah. I don't I don't want a blowjob every day. Not at not no. at my age. Twenty years ago, one only one a day. <laughs> Come on. Oh, <laughs> only one a day. But now I'm like, yeah, okay, if you got to. Juice, a blowjob a day or not? Your thoughts? Well, who am I to stand in the way of progress? <laughs> there we go. Lisa says, sure, I'll blow him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll work. All right, so we kind of really dug into a really spicy topic at first. This is going to be a nine-hour hour episode. It might be. All right, so can I switch over to the Tucker Carlson debate? And, and listen... I mean, everybody's well, freaked out. I wanted to touch real quick on sure. what Sparky said about they're going to try to erase what happened in 2021 to, through 23 for Biden, blah, 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 to make 24 look better. They're doing it now. Uh, Fauci, Weingarten, all them assholes are denying their support of lockdowns. Uh, oh, yeah. He's saying that he's never, I never, I never locked down any businesses or schools. <laughs> no, because you don't have the power to, but uh, you, you recommended um, it based on CDC recommendations. Backpedal it. All they're going to do is backpedal, 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 lie, 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 and say, then who did do it? Who did? It? No, we did it to ourselves by the, by the time 2024 is, 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 you know, the voting is in a stretch. It's in the last, uh, they're going to have a, everybody believing that they locked themselves down and there never was a pandemic. Well, I think what they're going to do, and I'm not saying that he doesn't have some culpability in this. They're going to take and, and hang that vaccine around Trump's neck. They're waiting. Uh, and they can, but yeah. what they can't hang around his neck is the mandates, the mandates and the, the, the millions of people's, that were made to take that so they could have their job. Well, you know, what back you... On what, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Deuce. I was going to touch on back on what Bob just said is Justin Trudeau just came out and said that he did not freeze the accounts of those truckers that did the strike around the Ottawa Capitol you building. Lying he, never, oh, yeah. he never mandated. He it vaccine. never happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's totally trying to rewrite what he did. Do that. Doesn't he realize that we have the receipts? You can go back and pull his video of all the shit. That he well, said. That, they that don't remember before. Yeah. Um, well, this is tied in with that sort of, it has nothing to do with the vaccine, but here we go. Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion dollars the largest healthcare fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. Uh, within that $2.3 billion is a criminal fine of $1.195 billion, which makes it the largest criminal fine in history. Now, today's settlement is an example of the department's ongoing and intensive efforts to protect the public fisc and recover funds for the federal treasury from those who seek to profit from fraud. It shows one of the many ways that the federal government, in partnership with our state and local allies, can help the American public at a time when budgets are tight and health care costs. Yeah, fuck you. Look, look, that ain't even all the video. Where were you when when 
our government was giving them hundreds of billions of dollars for this shit. And you're only going to find them 2.3. This has nothing to do with the vaccine. I get it. It's a, it's a totally different thing. It's, it's for lying in their ads about an, an, an off label prescription bullshit. Yeah, I was going to say that has nothing to do with COVID. That's just, this was something before COVID wasn't right. It? But you still, okay, look, blue bell ice cream was responsible for the deaths of seven people and um, the illness of dozens, which is not a lot. They still, their product killed people. Okay. Now they shut down for like a year and then they started making ice cream again. Okay. Listeria. This was years ago, but guess what? I don't buy. I don't buy their shit because if you or I did that same fucking thing, we would be buried under the fucking jail. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get that. Why are these corporate entities and these other assholes allowed? So, so what Pfizer did with their other product is bad, but the vaccines being totally left alone, nobody's attacking that shit with fines and penalties and bullshit. Fuck it. No way. All right. So I have a video here because it's going to lead me into the Tucker Carlson stuff and maybe why this is why he got shut down. And again, don't break my balls because of the picture. Just don't break my balls. All right. Don't go breaking my balls. Don't go breaking my <laughs> balls. All right. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Sometimes you wonder just how filthy and dishonest our news media are. You'll be in the shower and you'll think they're bad, but how bad are they? Well, here's one measure of their badness. You can try this at home. Ask yourself, is any news organization you know of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisers? Anyone who do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. What would that look like? that level of corruption. Well, imagine that the Trump administration had made it mandatory for American citizens to buy MyPillow. That's one of Fox News' biggest advertisers. Imagine the administration declared that if you didn't rush out and buy at least one MyPillow, and then at least another booster pillow, you would not be allowed to eat out. You couldn't re-enter your own country. You couldn't have a paying job. MyPillow, they told you with a straight face, was the very linchpin of our country's public health system. Now imagine as they told you that, that Fox, as a news organization, endorsed it, amplified the government's message. Imagine if Fox News attacked anyone who refused to buy my pillow as an ally of Russia, as an enemy of science. And then imagine that Fox kept up those libelous attacks, even as evidence mounted that my pillow caused heart attacks, fertility problems, and death. If Fox News did that, what would you think of Fox News? Would you trust us? Of course you wouldn't. You would know that we were liars. Thank heaven, Fox News never did anything like that. But the other channels did. The other channels took hundreds of millions of dollars from big pharma companies. And then they shilled for their sketchy products on the air. And as they did that, they maligned anyone who was skeptical of those products. At the very least, this was a moral crime. It was disgusting. But it was universal. It happened across the American news media. They all did it. So at this point, the question isn't who in public life is corrupt, too many to count. The question is, who is telling the truth? I mean, this, when you start talking about this, do you think that maybe that's why he got canned? What? Talking about my pillow? Yeah, my pillow. <laughs> because of the vaccine. It's, and it's an allegory. Yes, I exactly. know. Well, they say a lot of it has to do with the Dominion lawsuit. And um, that's why Fox just 
ponied up the seven hundred and eighty-five million because they didn't want any of these emails to be released. Well, again, there's also there's memos where he was calling the like the major players, the brass and everything, cunts. When you call your boss a cunt, I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't heard that. I I, I heard it. Okay. I mean, there's there a text true. message. That's one of the things that that uh, woman who. I guess went out and started talking shit about, you know, who used to work there. Yeah. Whistle, whatever, Dick blower. She um, was <laughs> saying that there was a group text or whatever, you know, regarding the show and that he called somebody there, uh, the C word, you know, right. and it, and it traumatized. She got, it irritated her. Uh, what was it? Her, her uh, sensibilities. No, her <laughs> st- stomach. What do you call it? When you get, Fuck. He's oh look, he's Jamaican. Ulcers. Ulcers. Oh, he's getting ulcers. Like, she was oh, getting ulcers. You irritated my stomach ulcers and I couldn't blah, blah. oh fuck. I heard the C word and then all of a sudden my stomach ulcer started to bleed. Started flaring up. Jesus Christ. I, my seventies. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so um Dan Bongino, uh, so he gets Tucker gets fired on Monday about midday. And they say that, you know, Friday was his last show and that's it. And Dan Bongino is doing his show live and he sees this and this is how he reacts to the, to the news. And I I apologize for the audio because it's someone recorded it from the TV, like a jerk. I love that. Yeah. Here we go. I get it. Folks, I got to tell you, I've got like actual goosebumps here. There are very rare moments in the show where I have to stop the show uh, completely, especially in a live chat. Not stop the show, but apparently Tucker Carlson and Fox are done. I, I'm reading it right here that it's just broke. I mean, it's the benefit of a live show. I'm like stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get back to that segment. Um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to par ways. We thank him for his service. His last program was Friday, April 21st. Is this... What? Wow. I mean, I got six texts here from people. Holy Moses. I didn't even get the comment. It's Fugazi. It's Fugazi's got a huge pass. Fugazi's like, bring in the reliever. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, All right. So when have you ever heard Dan Bongino at a loss for words? To be quite honest? Oh, my God. Never. 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 I mean, if if he doesn't know what to say next, he usually goes into a spiel about Omaha steaks and how great they are. They are pretty damn good. They are good steaks. <laughs> Not gonna lie, mm. I've had a couple. They're steaks. pretty good. <laughs> I wasn't trying. Jesus Christ, you two don't. <laughs> we have old fashions and we have steaks the, right now. Holy aim shit! Aim for the floor. Jesus. <laughs> let's, let's lower the bar. <laughs> as long as I don't get it on Deuce's back, right? All right, so, all right, calm down, Bob. So my daughter, so my daughter, so this has even got into the Gen Z. Like my daughter called me today and said, "What's this story with Tucker Carlson and what's going on here?" And you know, we had a discussion about you know how the 
media is supposed to be a watchdog for the press, for the people. Thought he abdicated that role long ago. Long ago. (laughs) So I have uh, Russell Brand here, and he basically nails it. It also shows that the media is obsessed with itself. It's in a sort of narcissistic spiral, reporting on its own perspectives, its own heroes and its own villains. What is the mainstream media supposed to be for? Just for a moment, remind yourself that it's actually about giving you information about important stuff, like how the government are governing, about how corporations are behaving, the information that you need to live your life efficiently and effectively so you're informed politically. It doesn't do that. You know it doesn't do that. You know that the mainstream media is owned by certain corporate interests. You know that it gets all of its revenue from like the pharmaceutical industry. You know that they're tied up with the military industrial complex. And you know that they support the state with only partisan distinctions between this party or that party defining their output. They do not serve in your awakening. They do not serve your empowerment. Where Tucker Carlson goes next will inform us a great deal about our political landscape. If he joins an independent news organization, that's going to be fascinating. It will demonstrate where the power is moving and it will show us why authoritarian centralized systems of power are doubling down on trying to censor, control, surveil, prohibit, smear, destroy any alternative voices because they recognize that now we can all communicate instantaneously and challenge any narratives that they put forward. That's why they've become ultra propagandist. Okay. Okay. Look, I don't think that the firing of Bongino or Carlson has anything to do with them trying to silence, uh, you know, dissenting voices or anything like that. It has to do with them not wanting any more fucking $800 million lawsuit settlements. Well, first of all, Bongino stated, that he was not fired. They went, they, they tried to do a contract negotiation and they could not come up with something that, that they both wanted and they walked away. They said it was very amnum, amnum, amicable. Thank you. That. I have another old fashioned. I can. I, <laughs> mine's empty. Well, yeah, but he was also well known for popping off the mouth in regards to the election being less than, you know, all that stuff. He, we, he would, Bongino would say a lot of things that could start a lawsuit in Fox's direction. If, Did if he done, say it on, on that show? On no, but that's my point. You know, they he's a he's a risk, and these people they want to hold on to their damn money. That's why they're fucking multi billionaires because they don't spend their money. Okay, so saying that, all right, uh, they got so Bongino's gone now. Tucker's gone, and. Glenn Beck uh, came on, and he has a... Uh, there were three others who got gone, too. Greta Van Susteren was one. When? Oh, I didn't hear oh, about she, that one. Well, she left Fox. They parted ways... Years ago, Three right? or four I'm years. Oh, week. yeah, yeah. I'm talking like this week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the talent aspect where all of a sudden you have yeah. these popular Fox personalities, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know. Well, the head of NBC Universal got got canned well yeah because he was banging an intern or you know, oh, 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 i see i, I got yeah. yeah and you've got uh susan rice got canned did she yes oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. um well you know her border policy was just right up there with best um don lemon head and then of course don lemon right, you know, don't get ahead don't get ahead don't yet. Don't so i'm sorry just, let me just talk let, so let glenn explain what he thinks happened 
the past few weeks over at Fox News, the timeline of events is a little telling. First of all, back in February, BlackRock decided to invest in Fox. Hmm. On Tuesday, Fox settled a lawsuit for $787 million. On Thursday, Dan Bongino announced he was leaving Fox because they just couldn't come up with any kind of contract for him. On Sunday, AOC went on MSNBC, where she blamed Fox News for the incitement of violence. Later that day, 60 Minutes ran a story with Ray Epps, where he said Tucker Carlson was, quote, trying to destroy my life. And yesterday it was announced that he was leaving Fox News. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you a very clear message. If a media outlet refuses to follow the government-approved narrative, they will be destroyed. Real questions will not be tolerated. This is exactly why I started Blaze TV. All right. So this is why he started Blaze TV. And so right now... You have a bunch of independent, I guess, journalists that all have their own thing. And I'm going to say Glenn Beck with the blaze, the daily wire. You've got, um, I'm trying to think who else Crowder Crowder, Megan Kelly. Um, you know, all these people that are starting their own thing, but the, and we're going to talk about this later. There's, they start a lot of infighting because they're fighting for those dollars. They're fighting for those extra advertising dollars. I like to call it jig towel. What's that? Mm-hmm. I like to call it Jigtow. Not you know what like MGTOW is. MGTOW is men going their own their way. Own way. They, right. Well, this would be journalists going their own way or oh, reporters journalists going, going their own way. Okay, journalists. I was going to say I thought you were talking about black people. I was a little nervous there, Bob. To be quite honest with you, there, there's that John again. <laughs> okay, this is about to get racist. Yeah, I thought that's what was actually going to happen here because. <laughs> I feel bad for black people. All right, let's get back on track. I doubt it. So, <laughs> so once he was, you know, once he was taken off the air, he didn't get a chance to say goodbye. It was the Friday night. They announced this on Monday. Uh, the people from The View, uh, those feckless. I was just going to ask you if you had that clip where they announced the where Whoopi announced it, and the whole audience is like, "Ooh, yay!" Like, did you win a prize for that? Are you all getting a a, a new car? Hang oh, on, fuck. here we go. Word has just come down that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Well, thank you for your service to the network and host of prior contributor. Wave. <laughs> Come on, folks. Na 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 na. What do you think we're gonna do when he their show's is done? Responsible for what's that, Bob? What do you think we're gonna do when their show's over with? Oh, I'll be honest with you. I try my best not to talk about the view. Or not to watch the view, but they're so fucking stupid that they end up getting clipped and put on Twitter or social media. And then you see it and you're like, Ugh, does, does anybody remember Joy Behar's show that she had? No, did she? She had a show for 10 minutes, maybe going back 10 years ago. 
I believe on CNN and nobody watched it. Of course and yet, not. And yet nobody ever like asks her like, Hey, how's your show coming along? Well, you know, not, none of those Matt Walsh on uh, the daily wire. Uh, it was either today or yesterday's. He made the point that they're all sidekicks and not a one of them could bring anything as far as what Tucker Carlson did. No. Tucker Carlson drove viewers to Fox News. Right. None of them can do it. They're all sidekicks. I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, who the fuck had the nerve to name her Joy? <laughs> yeah, what an oxymoron that was. <laughs> Smack her mom in the mouth. And then the other thing is that the f- the f- most of the people that watch The View hate watch it. I would say. M- maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be 100%. Oh, no, that audience was all like all in, man. Of course, they're probably just, re, you know, they see like a sign blinking. Well, look where they record it. I mean, what are they? I'm, I don't even know where they record it, but I'm going to assume it's LA or New York. It's New York. It's the it's heart of liberal Liberalsville. So, right. you know, when you're in a bubble like that, of course, that's what you're going to get as far as an audience. Do that in Omaha, Nebraska. And I don't think you're going to, you're not well, going to get that reaction. They probably have that, you know, production meeting pre-show with the audience where they're like, all right, when that applause sign lights up, you fucking go wild. Yeah, and you, if you don't, you're out. Feels get the- okay, <laughs> so but it's I still think- rainy day out there, fuckers. You don't want to be out there. All right. So here's Sonny Hostin's take on this. Another he is responsible for the degradation that we see somewhat of our democracy in this country. And I just think as a faithful person, look at God. Look at God. How dare you? How dare you? Sit there and say, look at God with the shit that spews out of your fucking mouth, you racist piece of shit. She will see these people see themselves as gods. Yeah. So they're talking about a mirror, I guess. Look at well, God right in the mirror. I think, I think they're God is government, to be quite honest with you. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, outside of like Whoopi and Joy, I don't know who the other bitches are on that show. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I agree with the you. The only well, other well, bitch well, I knew well, on well, that well, show was uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I'm going to quote Don Imus and say, a bunch of nappy-headed hoes. Hey, hi So I think instead of uh, instead of having the name of the show, The View, it we should change it to The Cunts. It should be named The Cunts. I don't, I don't know how that one will go. Yeah. We can try it. Maybe on I, Netflix. I'm sorry. I really believe that The, the Cunts. You just, yeah, K-U-N-D-T, like, like right. cunt cake. Yes. Um, Put a W in front of it, like a radio station. W-C-U-N-T. There you go. K-U-N-T. You're listening to K-U-N-T Radio. Cunt Radio. (laughs) 97.3. The Cunt. You're listening to The Cunt. (laughs) Yeah. 97.3. The Cunt. Yeah, 97.3, the cunt. We're going to play some Sarah McLaughlin next, and then Celine Dion. Lock it in and rip the knob off. <laughs> and then you could get like uh, celebrities like they used to do like back in the day. Hey, this is David Lee Roth, and you're listening to the cunt. <laughs> You could do that. Hey, this is John Jamingo, and you're listening to the cunt on KUNT Radio. Whoosh, whoosh. We need some sweet yeah, Ronnie B. The Falcon. Whoosh, <laughs> zoom. Yeah, douche. <laughs> back no, when I was, I didn't say douche. I said douche. Back when I was doing college radio, we had this one guy, and at the time he was the old guy. He was like in his thirties, right? Yeah. 
So he was like in his 30s. Oh, he was like 37. Yeah, he Easily. was old. Yeah. So he would come on the radio station. He was like, and I forget what his name was. Ronnie was B. The Falcon. Yeah, I know, but it's, I think his name was Ron Brown, wasn't it? No one knows. Anyhow, yeah. he's probably dead now. He is, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> passed away. So he'd come on, he goes, hey, it's Ronnie B. The Falcon. Whoosh. You're listening to 91.5 WDBK. You're listening to Brand X Podcast on KUNT Radio. Remember he did that dirty dancing promo and we had to like, no one entered it? No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Dirty dance. Remember, well, this is hard to believe for modern day video uh, listeners, but back in the day when the video came out, they were like 80 bucks, like in 1980s money. And somehow the station got a brand new Dirty Dancing VHS tape. They released it. And he was going to promote it by giving it away. And on his show, he kept promoting it. Yeah, enter our contest, enter our contest. And no one entered it. Oh, so, that's right. So then we wound up doing it by some random listener to just fucking called Call in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just I'm save sorry. face. Yes. All right, I'm sorry. Let's get out of WDBK. Let's get back into the Tucker Carlson thing. <laughs> That was a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Sorry for dragging you down memory lane. Every once in a while, we just fall back into Brand X. I apologize. Did you say palate cleanser? This is real. There we go. <laughs> Why can't two Asians make a white kid? Because the two Wong don't make a white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, this is about to get racist. All right, so. <laughs> All of a sudden, and again, I go back to the thing that the people don't know what they're even talking about. So here we go. We got a zoomer. Here's a kid. And uh, wait to hear the, the fucking gems that fall out of this fucking moron's mouth. Here we go. It is so funny to watch the Trump supporters and the Republicans melt down over Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox News. But to the Republicans, seriously, that's who you're upset about. That's who you're defending. I mean, Carlson has been openly sexist, homophobic and racist. He's a known liar and he's a known conspiracy theorist. And on top of that, he was exposed for knowingly lying about the 2020 election when his text messages were released. Like, seriously, is that the type of person you want to be defending? Me and the rest of America are celebrating him getting fired from Fox News because Tucker Carlson is a bad person and i have no problem saying that bad carlson bad bad yeah because you're a moron kid Tucker Carlson never... is a bad person <laughs> you never read anything you don't even know what you're talking about you just start calling people's name tucker carlson is not racist racist he's not transphobic he's none of that and is 100 lies but again well, you scream that enough you say that over and over again and some you know, well, that becomes a narrative. Exactly. Oh, you mean like this narrative? Oh, fuck me. I hit the wrong button. Oh, I hate this shit. Sorry, Bob. This, is, this won't go away. It's, a, it's like World Trade Center 7. You far-right beer drinkers are so upset about this can. I don't drink beer, so I really don't give a shit. But you're right. It's crazy. It's crazy that these uh, people got so mad about a, a man dressed as a woman on a beer can. Yeah. It's like an Indian on a stick of butter or a guy on a box of rice or a woman on a bottle of syrup or another guy on a big jar of oats. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I want to know why, when it became bad to be an uncle. Like, what the fuck did Uncle Ben do? Did they pull him off that box? He was black. <laughs> so? They erased, they erased Aunt Jemima. 
They got rid of all the black people. Yeah. And, and and they the had Indian. the black yeah, and they had the black people actually like, yeah, take that, your mind. This is ridiculous. And then the land of lake, the Indian on the land of lakes butter, they had that removed. Yeah, now I can't make titties. What? You can't make titties with the box anymore. I yeah, don't know. What, you don't know that trick? Bob, do you know the titties trick within the land of lake box? No, but I, okay. If you I do know one thing they didn't do real quick. Go ahead. They didn't remove the cracker from the Cracker Jack box. That is true. Mm-hmm. They left a cracker on the Cracker Jack box. The racist, racist government. Well, let's get back to the pressing question. You two guys don't know the titty trick with the Land of Lakes butter box? I've never heard of this. Okay. What you would do, you know, imagine in your mind. Yes. The Indian. Holding yes. the Land of Lakes butter box. Yes. Well, yes. if you strategically folded it, you would bring her knees up to her chest, and it looked like she was holding her titties. No shit. You didn't. You've. you've in, in, listen. In you're seventy three years old, and you've never seen. I that. am not seventy three. <laughs> I'm sixty one. In uh, so Red Wizard ate my baby. Says knee titties. Yeah, I, exactly. I had no idea that, that there was... guy is a genius or a woman. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm not going no. to go to talking memes. Yeah. With the land of lakes, they took the Indian and off and kept the land on the box. Yes, exactly. All right. So, so now we talked about that. So I also want to get into that. Uh, what would we call AOC? I, I have names for We her. already talked about that earlier. We did. What aspect of it? KUNT Radio. Oh, yeah. Okay. But here she is. This is after uh, Tucker Carlson. So she, she's in her car, oh, and then she has this. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, Burn. What I will say, though, is while I'm very glad that the person that is arguably responsible for the some of the largest driving some of the most uh, amounts of death threats and violent threats, not just to my office, but to plenty of people across the country. Um, I also kind of feel like I'm like waiting for the cutscene at the end of a Marvel movie after all the credits have rolled. And then you see like the villains, like hand reemerge out to grip, grip over like the end of a building or something. But Deplatforming works and it is important. And um, there you go. Good no. things can happen. Now, how the Carlson oh, is out at Fox News. Shut up, bitch. Could- Shut up. How the fuck does this trick know? Well, first that of the all, death threats coming in from to her office are coming from people who watch Tucker. Do they do a poll after you make the death threat? Is it like, hey. I'm going to fuck that office up, bitch. Okay, well, thank you for your call. Um, uh, If you don't mind, uh, can we ask where you got the idea to give us a death threat? Yeah, I watched Tucker Carlson tonight. No, that doesn't happen. It's amazing how many people believe that shit. It's nice to know that an elected official that's uh, took an oath to uphold the Constitution and the First Amendment is freedom of speech, that she's all for deplatforming somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And everyone just glosses over that and they, you know, la, 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 moving on. I don't, I, you know, they could fire everybody everywhere and I wouldn't care. They, they could fire the, the manager at the grocery store up the street or fire the president or fire whoever. I don't care. I don't, don't, I, 
go fire whoever you want. Doesn't change my life. It's the same. That's what happens when you have. I didn't watch his show anyway. I did. I did not watch his show anyway. I don't watch cable news. I I see clips of it all over the place, and sometimes they're interesting, and maybe I'll pull one here or there. But other than that, I don't give a shit. And his his show was not the only place I ever heard the things that were said on his show. I've heard them elsewhere too. Now they may have, you know, like the seed may have been planted on his show, which I doubt usually that's on the internet, like Reddit or, or whatever. So, you know, like a sub stack, something like that. And then it's grows over to his show from there, but I've never known of him, him to be the, the source, the, where the seed was planted for all these ideas. Anyway, John, are you, are you busy or do you need me to? I'm sorry. Now I was trying to do something here. I don't know if I can get this done, but um, I mean, apparently. I'm just sitting here watching John work. See my tongue hanging out. <laughs> I'm chewing on my tongue as I do. Here, while John's working on something, I'll play another quick palate cleanser. All right, we're coming guy. back because I got some more stuff about Tucker Carlson. But, we, you know, this, this guy had a really bad day. He's out in his driveway in his truck. This is for the I'm talking to the audio listener. He's out in his truck in his driveway. He's got doors open, trying to maybe work a little bit in the front seat, back seat, and uh, hmm, up comes a car. Oh, guy just accidentally drove into his yard and almost hit him. He had to jump up onto the hood of the car. Hmm. Did you did you watch that, John? I'm uh, hang on. I'm in the middle of something no, here. Still has his you out, And then the driver backs up and gets a dude. Are you all right, man? Like how how do you not? I'm intrigued by this video now. I can't see anything. Oh, you can, you don't. John didn't hook you up with a monitor. Uh, John's selfish. I, I, oh, he's got like he nine brings, fucking monitors down he there. Brings, I know he brings <laughs> usually brings his own computer. So I was all ready for him to set up. This isn't way. my show. This is Bob's I, show. I, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. This dude tried to. Well, I mean, you have a phone. You can open. Oh uh, well, yeah. You probably don't have a Twitch app on your phone. It's probably in the, going to be in the show notes that John won't post. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, I'm getting brutalized on my own show. All right. Hang on. So, Bob, so here we go. I have the video set. All right. And this is how the uh, Land of Lakes knee thing is done. So That's what you were cutting. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Christ. He folds it. The Land of Lakes. Indian maiden. Showing us her boobies. There you go. This was first shown to me by uh, Professor Emeritus at Ohio University, <laughs> who shall remain nameless. Decades ago, it was shown. <laughs> okay. Shit, I learned that in the fifth grade. Where the hell were you at? I don't know. I mean, you learn something new every day. What do you want? Let me you? show you a conspiracy theory. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of like that. I kind of like fast forward. This guy's an idiot. I don't want to hear him talk. Seen in my entire life. Perceive it. Comprehend. So what do you think of that one? Wow. Okay. So just let me explain this to you. So they have a picture of Jeffrey Epstein. All right. And then they have a picture of. Uh, Is it a smug shot? Who, yes. Okay. Well, no, he's just, it's just a picture of him in a, out somewhere. And then they have a picture of a $20 bill and it's Andrew Jackson on a 20, right? Am I mm -hmm. correct in that? Yes. All right. So they take it and they put it together and it looks like if you put it together. It looks like it's uh, Jeffrey Epstein. That's pretty, pretty fucking freaky. Hmm. Okay. He was a, he was a surly chap. 
Andrew Jackson. That's what I understand. Yeah, didn't yeah, he? Didn't he die in a? How did he die from a duel? Oh, no, he just died of old age. Hold on. Now he was in a couple of duels. Sir, right. real quick, because I'm an idiot. He was a badass. What happened there, Bob? Bad, bad tempered or unfriendly. Okay. All right. I don't know what the fuck Surly is. I don't talk like that in Alabama. He was a Surly chap. So one of the guys. <laughs> so if I if I can get back, and let me just do this. Two things I want to do here about Tucker Carlson and about how the left was melting down. And this guy here, Keith uh, Oberdun. What did you call him, dude? Keith Uberlib. Keith Uberlib. Oh, Oberman was his uh, right. Really oh old. God, I, that guy's. A I hated that. Guy. Well, if you think you hated him before, what do you hear? Words words like pompous and arrogant. I will let you decide if he's pompous <laughs> I'm and arrogant. Sure, he is. Here we go. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate and thank Sidney Powell for getting Tucker Carlson fired, because there was a whole box full of final straws, but the most final of them all was the deposition in which Tucker Carlson admitted frequently calling Sidney Powell the C-word. And it may be on one of Abby Grossberg's tapes as well. And it and her suit and the insults towards his bosses finally toppled this wretch, Carlson. Lachlan Murdoch and Suzanne Scott asked Rupert Murdoch to fire him, and Rupert did personally. What do you think? Eh. Still piece of shit? Yeah. Of course. I think it's um, what I had mentioned to you before that um, Rupert Murdoch's son is running the company now. Okay. And you know who his girlfriend is. No. Well, his girlfriend's a big, like a Hillary supporter, isn't she? Uber live. Yeah. So his little head, I think, is making the decisions for the no big head. Shit. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. banging some super liberal fucking chick. She better have a snapping pussy for well, him to live in Australia or something. Take- yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, she's like a super uber lib. So um, I think probably he's been, uh, as we all know, men are stupid. And yeah. um, he's uh, been seduced by the hatchet wound. Yes, the power of the pussy. Right. It's all, all right. about the cat. It's all about the cat. Yeah. All right. So then Megan, Megan Kelly comes on and she basically tells Keith oh. Uber, Uber, Uber lib, Uber lib, where to go? Park, yeah. and, uh, Keith Oberman was saying similar things, uh, comparing Tucker to a Nazi. He also, for good measure, decided to tweet about me because I said Tucker is going to be better off without Fox and said something to the effect of, you got fired from Fox and NBC. What would you know about it? So first of all, you misstate the circumstances of my departure from NBC, sir. That's all I'm allowed to say about it. Uh, And as for Fox, there were widely reported facts that I was offered $100 million to stay there. uh, But the record's very clear that I left voluntarily because I wanted to raise my family, something you don't know anything about because no one would marry you and you have no children. You have a cold, lonely life in which you become a bitter, bitter man, something I wouldn't know anything about because my life is joyful and I've managed to raise my own children. And someday I hope you have that pleasure, but I don't have high hopes it's going to happen. Yep. That's an, he might want some aloe vera for that burn she just <laughs> inflicted on him. <laughs> And that was a hit from Megan Kelly on KUNT Radio. <laughs> WKUNT. WKNT. <laughs> to the moon. Yes, it is. I hope Tucker Carlson winds up on the Daily Wire. That would be awesome. I think he could. If the, well, if the money's right, I mean, it's he, all about he ain't gonna do shit for a long time. Is well, I'm sure he has a no compete clause or some shit. No, I don't he, think yeah. he can do he that. Has an NDA. Well, they'll probably have him that he can't go anywhere for a year. They usually 
put that in there. If well, I they, was, they I, bought him out of his contract, like they paid him for the rest of his contract, and that was what that was renewed. Was it a year ago? Just recently, twenty twenty one. Okay, so two years ago. That long, I don't know what the length of it was, but okay. So, where was I going with this? Non compete clause. Oh yeah. So the thing, if I was Tucker Carlson, because he's been making 20, 20 million a year for the past how many years he's been there? Five, six, whatever. So the man's not hurting. And I, I don't know what his new contract is, and I don't know how much money he's turning down. But if it was me, I would tell them to take that contract extension, any non-complete, you know, no any NDA, any anything like that, shove it right up your ass. I'm leaving now. I would go over and I'd sit down with Jeremy Boring and uh, ben, ben Shapiro, Shapiro. and I'd say, I want a, I want a piece of the company. I want a piece of the company and I will come on here and we will do a thing. And and then because now it's personal. Fuck, he's, he's gonna fuck you money. What do you mean? What do you mean? How, he should on? go on Shark Tank. Did you <laughs> bump your fucking head? Why would he go on Shark Tank? Why not? Hey, I'm Tucker Carlson and I'm looking for a hundred million dollars for two percent of my company. Whatever, Bob. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. He could start his own company. He could start his own company. He could be like Crowder. It was a joke, stupid. Yeah. It wasn't a funny oh. one. Okay. I'll give you it was a joke. It wasn't a funny one. How how fun here's a funny joke. Maybe you need an old fashioned. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you it need an old fashioned. It is empty. Are you making another one? Yeah. <laughs> if you're ready, I'm making my black shirt uh, thing there either. Yeah, I, that's what I do, Bob. I, I I try to find out what you're going to wear, and I put on the same shirt. I'll be disengaging yeah, from the I, headphones now, so you guys carry on while I make old I fashions. <laughs> this is what happens when old men drink. Yes, it is. Are we doing a double, or what are we doing? I, I, I'll take a double because I don't yeah. have to drive. I'm going to guess this show is going to go for three hours. Yeah. Um, All right, why not? So. All right. Sorry, Bob. Go ahead. I'm. No. We, um, we, I've I, been just, monopolizing I everything. I, I think part of them releasing Tucker was that they're going to, if they're, if anything comes out of these other, you know, lawsuits against him, whatever, or if any new ones are brought in regards to things he said or did while working for Fox News, I think that was part of the agreement was that, you know, they're going to take care of it. Tucker won't be liable for any damages. So, I mean, that, that right there would probably prevent him from saying, fuck you. I'll give you back the rest of my contract money. If I can go do whatever else and, you know, wipe my ass with an NDA. Yeah. No. I would not, I wouldn't take an NDA at all. Or, well, he probably did. I, I again, he hasn't said shit. He hasn't said shit. He, I think he had like he's a three-word answer. He's probably not allowed to. Is he? I don't know. I hope right now he's about shin deep in a babbling brook with a fly fishing rod in his hand, chilling. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is right now he's hot, and if he decided to go with, let's say he decides to go with it, he needs to get back on the air immediately. Immediately. Uh, he he would he would create such a buzz. So if he decides to go on and and immediately get in into uh, Daily Wire where he could be set up and start a show within a month or whatever, uh, that would make huge would be a huge buzz. Buzz. I can't imagine how much money it would make for the Daily Wire. 
I've heard others in, in you know, other uh, live streams say, uh, yeah, Trump Trump and Carlson should get together and he, Trump will set him up with a network. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Trump's going to set him up with a network. He didn't like Trump. Yeah, he wasn't really crazy about Trump. That, that much I know. Yeah. But right now, if he took a year off or two years off or something like that and then came back, you got to strike while the iron's hot. As somebody who at one time had a viral video go and then just left podcasting for basically six months and didn't come back. That was the dumbest move I ever made. The donut, 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 fat, fat, fat controversy. If I would have kept that going, we could have had a lot of people coming on to the coming and, and drawn to the show, but not me. I went in and destroyed like Godzilla. I'm a donut with- boy. I'm a donut boy. <laughs> Yeah, I went and destroyed everything. I took the. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so why is it news that Crowder's getting unmarried? Well, here's the thing with Crowder. Crowder, I think he's trying to do damage control, and I think he's looking for sympathy. So, I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, I used to be, not used to be, I still am a fan of Anthony Kumi. I, I subscribe to his uh, compound media. And uh, he had Dave Landau on as a co-host. And the show was funny. Dave's a, And Dave's the nicest guy. As a, as a stand-up comedian, he's one of the nicest guys. Well, yeah, Kumi was going to go to South Carolina. Dave didn't want to go to South Carolina. He was doing, he was going to the Crowder show and doing like weeks there and stuff guest spots and stuff yeah, like that. and he he and crowder too they would occasionally do like a, a live comedy show together like a yeah not you know, a comedy club kind of show yeah that was after he so what he did was he left compound right. media and he went to the blaze right or he went to crowder he went to, yeah. it was on blaze he was on the blaze At the time yes right so they were there for a while and then all that shit happened with the blaze and he left the blaze crowder left the blaze and all that shit started with the daily wire so Crowder was talking about how it's big con and he's going to start his own company. And so I think this was all part of it. So Dave Landau ends up leaving and they tried to make Dave sign a non-disclosed agreement. And he said, sorry, but you could take that, roll it up real tight, shove it right up your ass in a nice way. Not like I would do. He said, no, I, I think I won't do that. So he goes on Michael Malice's podcast and for two hours basically sits there and tells the world all the fucked up shit, the just nasty shit that Stephen that Stephen Crowder did to Dave Landau. I mean, just shit you wouldn't even do. I mean, this guy's talented. Basically, he did that. And then that started a whole buzz behind the scenes. And he won't even and Crowder won't even talk about that. Like he came on and everybody went to everybody went to his show to see what he was going to say about Dave Landau. He said nothing. He zipped it and he didn't say a thing. So you think that Crowder outed his own marital um, dissolution, dissolving whatever you want to call it, um, to get ahead of anything Dave Landau may or may not say? I think he wanted to. I think he what he wanted to do was he wanted to shift the narrative and get some sympathy. And I don't think it's working. To be quite honest with you. Well, I, I respect it. You know, I, I feel for what he's going through, especially having two young kids. Okay. 
But then, so he, the other thing is Landau never said anything about Crowder's divorce, never brought it up, never Good. said he's got personal things going on. Then he's a classic guy it. for that. Right. Absolutely. So, in so my a opinion, lot of people would be mad and be using that as, as a rock to throw. Oh, if it was Domingo, I'd be burning the fucking place. Oh, down. yeah. Right now, if we fucking did, yeah, I mean, you don't really know enough about my shit, but if you, you know, you get my point. That's not true, Bob. How dare you? How dare you say that I would sit there and do this to you? Yeah, well, I won't make you sign an NDA. It's okay. Oh, I could. I'm glad you didn't. So what I have here is I have Crowder talking about his divorce. So here we go. Uh, I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Hang on one second. How close are we with those old fashions? Because I want Deuce to have the headphones on for this. I, I heard the thing clinking on the glass. That, that usually means they're done. I got to tell you, what I'm thinking about doing is putting a third mic over there by the bar and a set of <laughs> headphones. Oh, now you're talking. So that when he's over there, you, you can take them wireless. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get him one of those road uh, clip-ons that uh, yeah. work with the... A wireless, yeah, wireless yeah, like Bluetooth. Mic. Yeah, and just be able to talk so he's over there making because I'm not gonna lie, an old fashioned takes a long time to make. Hey, bartender. And you know, he's he's meticulous as he's making these old fashions. So yeah. I kind of want him to come come back here and now and now I'm hurrying him. I didn't mean to hurry you. Sorry. Oh, what are we is that bourbon or is that rye? rye. Oh, it's rye. Okay. No, no, whatever you're making. You do you make them really, really well. All right. So I'm gonna play this anyhow and then We'll talk about it. Whoops. I can play a palate cleanser in the meantime, if you want. Oh, why don't you do that? Why don't you play? Uh, why don't you play a palate cleanser? Here, I'll stop sharing. You can play a palate cleanser while we get the old-fashioned. All right. Shit. This one happens pretty quick, so pay attention. This guy's doing, like, a chiropractic thing on his cat, right? Watch. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 oh fluffy oh that was awesome oh, poor so doggy fluffy. he's a good boy no he's a good he was a dead boy so his neck was snapped who's a dead boy all right so patriot nick and me and nick have fought about uh crowder so nick says i agree that crowder seems to be a prima donna who knows what's going on in his personal life who knows what's going on with his personal life as someone who's going through shit i've been pretty Detestable time. Okay, so yes, yeah. thank you, Deuce. <gasps> Hold on, let me have a well, listen. That's one of the. Th I mean, the f first words out of Crowder's mouth is that he's been, you know, living with a proverbial boot on his neck for quite some time. Right. And I kind of understand how that feels. I'll clean it up later, Deuce. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> what is he like doing your dishes and shit? He, he cleans up. He's meticulous. He, does he wear an apron when he makes those drinks? Uh, th this guy. Like when he gets done here, he cleans everything up. He washes the dishes. Yeah. He cleans up all the glass. Well, you're cleans, a fucking invalid. He's well, okay, but the place is spotless. I mean, just spotless. Sparky Toaster says, "Now I want my neck cracked." <laughs> I've never. I um, my baby mama could do that. She'd be like hanging out there in a chair and just go, like, "How the oh, uh, uh, no, no, how about no?" And I'm back. And he's back. <laughs> bring so, the Crowder video up, please. I bring Crowder's video up because I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, he makes good points, but I have a feeling the ladies in our art group are going to be a little pissed off about this. So here we go. Uh, I have been living with a proverbial 
boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, since 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset, to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side. And no, this was not uh, my choice. My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore. To you. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. It's been the most heartbreaking experience of my life. What I consider to be my deepest personal failure. And just so you know, my opinions on parenting and families have not changed. Um, I've always believed that children need a mom and a dad, that divorce is horrible. And I still believe that children need a mom and a dad and that divorce is horrible. But in today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter. In Texas, divorce is permitted when one party wants it, period. Irreconcilable differences. So, I mean, so what does... I didn't know he lived in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's yeah, they're in out Dallas area. He's out of Dallas. Because he's a Canuck. He is a Canuck. But he went down to Dallas, and that's where his studio is. Okay, so okay. my point is that if the woman wants a divorce, what is he supposed to do? Okay, I'm sorry, but I don't want a divorce, and you have to stay here and live with me and be my wife? Well, I understand that he, from what I know about him, I don't know a lot about this man, but from what I, I do know, he does have some pretty firm Christian values, and that comes into play i mean that was my issue i didn't i didn't want to divorce because i made a promise to god okay okay I, I, okay i get that all right but what are you supposed to what are you supposed to do when the when your wife decides that she's had enough now 2021 his wife just had twins and he went through surgery where his his rib cage was bending in and putting pressure on his heart. So he had like these titanium rods put in and, and you know, into his chest. So he was recuperating from that. She had twins. Dude, you know what it's like when your wife goes, has a baby, you know how they're, they're fucking crazy sometimes. Not all, not all. And I'm not saying, listen, it's a hormone thing and I'm not saying anything bad about women. I'm just saying that women, well, they're unreasonable. To, she to, had to take care too. To kind of take a quote from uh, Richard Bach, um, if you love something, set it free, and if it come back, it comes back. Kick it, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. So, as someone who had twins, and I had them late in life, you think, oh, great twins. You know, you have this that that the first two to three years of having twins is fucking brutal. It's like you just get one diaper fed and changed. And the next thing you know, the other one wakes up and then you get it diaper fed and changed. You put it down. You're like, oh, the other one wakes up. It's just like it's nonstop. It's like, Jesus Christ, you want to take the two of them and bang your heads together. Jesus Christ. Like like they, they, they never promised you a rose garden. I understand that. And trust me, like I said, I love all my children. They're my greatest achievement. And, it, and, and they're the love of my life. I get that. But at the time, I understand and then you have postpartum depression. And I'm sure after what Landau was talking about, I'm sure he's no fucking picnic to live with because, you know, change my mind. I'm always right. I mean, he's just. So. Yeah. So so the wife has to take care of two twins and a giant man baby, as as uh, Duchess says. All right. Let's get back to the video. It's funny that you, you bring that. Diane's under my wife. Diane is under the weather right now. Okay. okay. And. 
every time I see those memes or those funny jokes on Facebook about how men are big babies when they're sick. Yeah. That is not true. It is for me. In the Deuce household. Oh, okay. In your oh, house. My wife is as good as a piss pot without a handle when she's sick. <laughs> like everything just stops. And uh, jackass here is so going fun. to work, punching the clock, mowing the lawn. <laughs> it's life as usual for Deuce. <laughs> but Diane gets sick. Stop the presses. That's how I am. When I get <laughs> okay, well, when I was, I would try to work through sick, but when I got really, really sick, I, I'm a big baby. I, well, I'm if you're on the baby. brink of death, that's different. No, not even. It's like, <laughs> you know, you work, you do that, and you come home, and then you're like, <laughs> I'm talking to head cold. Yeah, I mean, please take, yeah, take care of me. God damn it. I'm not getting sex or blowjobs. Can I at least get a fucking cup of tea and some crackers? <laughs> I'm saying so. All right, let's get back to Steven. Let's, let's hear his whiny well shit. Well over a year, uh, well over a year in the best interest, as well as physical safety of my children, we've decided to keep this issue private and to resolve it uh, privately with the appropriate attorneys, what have you, legal jargon. And all this one thing I want to be really clear about is certain. True North here is that my children are blameless, completely without fault. And so we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests, uh, both emotionally and physically, to do so. Now, the other issue is, and this is something that I've kept private, for likely far too long. Um, many other people knew about this behind the scenes. Some, not all, but some of them in positions of power, influence, leverage, knew of this. They also knew that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So if you're familiar with the idea of extortion, then you know the feeling well. Uh, now, some of these threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately. Stephen has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say it. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. You know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said. Or maybe if I feel that the public has a right to understand certain circumstances. All right. So, so this is what happened. We all know what Stephen did to Daily Wire. He basically that was really weird. Okay. And what he did was he played, he recorded a phone call from Jeremy Boring, who is the the God King. The God King who lowercase was, who was also, from what I understood, a friend of his. Not it's it's not like they were just, you know, like business acquaintances. Yeah, they were at that point, they were pretty tight. That right. would be deuce. That would be like me recording a phone call. And then you say something and me taking it totally out of context and then playing it on a podcast and then sitting there and saying, that, you know, that you fucked me over because you you offered me $50 million for a four year contract. You son of a bitch. What a jerk. <laughs> All right. So then he goes. So Crowder goes on. 
talks about this thing, big con and how the daily wire offered him money, but they were going to take money away. If he said something was taken off YouTube, all that all shit. Stuff Back like in that. the day, that was known as a morality clause. Correct. So then, and I'm sure it still goes on with every major contract negotiation till this day. There's still well, a form of a morality clause. They offered him $12.5 million a year. They got to make that money back. So what they do is they take the money from YouTube. They take the money from Rumble. They take all the take you know, money from Deuce. They take it. Yeah. Because I buy a yearly subscription. I'm a, I'm a Daily Wire Plus subscriber. Okay. So all that. And then, you know, so he does this. So then he comes on and he buries the fucking Daily Wire. It's Jeremy Boring comes on, does a fucking video, goes line by line through the. It's not a contract, an offer sheet. Right. It was a uh, boilerplate. Uh, what? Um, offer. Sheet. It was an opening. It's yeah. an overture. Yes. And then they, if they accept the overture, then they go on to negotiations. So, Candace Owen, when this Cohen's Owens, when, when this all went down, she was on the Tim Pool podcast, and when this went down, she was there, just happened to be there live. Oh. And she teed the fuck off on him. So Candace just it said exactly what she said right there. She just said, you know, well, you know, maybe there's some things that I know that maybe, maybe we shouldn't talk about. You know, you know, pray for him. And she's basically telling Crowder, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, I know all about your divorce and all about your shits going shut on. Shut your pie hole. Yeah, shut your mouth. Oh, I think. Jesus what do you Christ. think, Bob? <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. I've, I've already said what I think about I it. I agree with Bob. I think, I think the man. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, um, bullshit with Daily Wire was standing the way he played those cards, I think was kind of wrong. Uh, the way he did Dave Landau, from what I understand of it, was, was probably not very fair. We're not um, even into the Dave the Landau stuff, but go ahead. But at the same time, what I think when it when it comes to his private life it should remain just that and if he wants to you know willingly share what's going on with us uh just and i don't know i don't care what the fucking reason is if he's trying to beat somebody else to the punch then that's his fucking business and i respect i don't care if i i like the guy or not if he's going through that in his you know in his private life that's his own fucking business and uh it's not for me to comment on Apparently, do you think? Do you think, in a way, I didn't know about the divorce thing until the last week. No one did. Right when the Daily Wire thing happened, it came out of the blue. Do you think that, in a sense, that he it was part of his plan, and it didn't go the way he thought it was going to go, and now he's falling back on a divorce as a defense? Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going on here. That's you know, exactly like, what I, I think. Was like, oh, well, that I fucked up on that. I fucked up with the Daily Wire. Let me lay low a couple of months and yeah, I fucked. What, what, what? See, the thing is, he just started Mud Club. He started. A, he signed a contract with Rumble, and he's going on Rumble. And a lot of people came. I mean, he, he was when his show went on. He was shutting Rumble down. They they couldn't handle the traffic. The overload, going, right? They overload. They they shut it down. So he's doing it. So he gave thirty days. You had Mud Club for free. Now it's just about ready. To, to, then the 30 days is over. So now you have to join Mud Club. All right. So this is where he's going to make his money. And Landau comes out with all this shit that's going on. And then this, this shit starts going on right now. 
It's a bad time for him, money-wise. This was dumb. This was really fucking dumb. And he painted himself in a corner yeah, pretty well. They got him by the fucking short hairs. Well, that's why you don't watch any of these assholes, and you just watch the Boomer Bunker. Exactly. Right. And Brand X. So now he says, basically... You go for the bunker for hard news, though. That's exactly right. That's so basically, you know, he's saying that Candace o Owens was blackmailing him or defaming him and she is not having any of it. So she comes out and she says this. He's now upping the ante and suggesting that I extorted him. That's it. Extort. I will not take that lightly. Okay. I am not Hillary Crowder. And so what I did this morning after this clip was sent to me is I contacted a defamation lawyer and I am sending Stephen Crowder a cease and desist. And I'm going to demand a full throated retraction to the idea that Candace Owens threatened him or extorted him. So here's what I would like to do. I would like to invite Hillary Crowder onto my platform because she doesn't have one. And because God damn, that's some fucking cold air. She's so fucking hot. <laughs> I love Candace Owens. I mean, it's like, listen, you think I extorted you before. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do now. You're going to apologize to yeah, me, yeah. and then I'm going to have your ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife on my show, and I'm going to ask her all the fucking shit that you don't want us to know. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Stay in your lane, do your little theater fucking shit, talk to Nick DiPaolo and all this other stuff that you're doing. Shut the fuck up, leave us alone, and knock it off. Or as Nick Fury said in Avengers, Ant Meat Boot. Yes. Have on you heard that? Candace Owens. <laughs> Even Crowder's wife comes on to the tell all here on KUNT Radio. <laughs> we need a logo for that. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> that has to be the name of the episode in the art. <laughs> K-U-N-T radio. You might want to do a W-K-U-N-D. Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure Apple or some K-U-N-T. asshole group will we say, find a reason a- to delete. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. You can't use that. <laughs> have you heard? Have you seen this video of her yet, Bob? Have you seen this? Mm, I generally that? don't watch. Um, yeah, I know. Hit that button. All right, so here we go. Let's finish this off real quick. Because her ex-husband apparently just used his to insult her, say that he picked the wrong woman. I find that to be really despicable. So, Hillary Crowder, if you are watching, you are more than welcome to come on my show and to talk about what's actually going on. I'm telling you right now, if I was Steven Crowder and I saw that thing, my nuts would shrivel up. His asshole probably closed up. As they say, <laughs> it puckered right. It puckered up so tight that you can't get a a, a pin up there. <laughs> you couldn't pound a pin up his ass with his fifteen pound sledgehammer right now. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm down with? What's that, Bob? The new Barbie. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't hear about this, but I can't wait. <laughs> Mattel unveils a Barbie with Down syndrome. Ah, oh, Corky. <laughs> Corky Barbie? Really? There was a market for Corky Barbie. There is. I can't believe it. So, and by the way, send all your hate mail to John Jamingo at the Boomer Bunker. 
Barbie Barbie. No, it'll be here we go. It'll be, it'll be boomer.bunker at gmail.com. <laughs> said that in the opening. Um, so the first Barbie doll representing a person with Down syndrome was released by Mattel, quote, to allow even more children to see themselves in Barbie, the company said. Yes. Now they also got the Ellie Goldstein, the British model with Down syndrome, uh, to go to Instagram. Uh, who's with you know and has a partnership with Mattel to share share the important uh, how important the doll was to her, and she said, "When I saw the doll, I so much." That's fucked up, John. And proud. It means a lot to me to show them be able to play with the doll and learn that everything is different. I'm so proud that we're mean. To show the doll is the, the world. The first thing is the most important is people. To- <laughs> I can't even do any more. I'm sorry. Paul <laughs> Park. Oh, oh, Straight to hell. As we all know, you're going to hell. <laughs> um, I don't. I I did read the article, and I didn't see whether or not it includes water. Such <laughs> <laughs> so is just like Jesus. Also, um, I I didn't see whether any kind of uh disclaimer regarding if you say hello to it and, and it talks to you for nine hours duchess says have another old-fashioned you idiot <laughs> well deuce is here to provide him <laughs> well you sucked that one down pretty fast. no more old fashions for me <sighs> enough. you're cut off <laughs> uh. the best thing is important is people need to see more people like me out there looking windows in the world and not being hidden away. I thought they were going to to release uh, Ken Barbie. What? Ken, Ken Barbie. Oh, Ken. Whatever. Yeah, transition Barbie. Yeah, the doll wears a, a yellow and blue dress with butterflies. All symbols associated with Down syndrome. Really? Yeah, apparently. I didn't know that. Even the doll's pink necklace has a special meaning. Doesn't she? It has oh, look uh, like Maria Shriver. It has three upward chevrons that are meant to represent the three copies of the 21st. Or it's a sergeant. The 21st medical alert bracelet. No, it's to to represent the 21st, the the three copies of the 21st chromosome, which makes uh, window lickers. I mean, uh, Down syndrome. (laughs) I thought thought they had. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Wait a minute. Didn't they have 24 chromosomes? That's that's what Down syndrome is? Honest to God, I don't know. Extra chrome. It's an, yeah, it's 24 chromosomes, right? Listen, I wouldn't have a hair on my ass if I didn't read that. Now I'm going to speak to the rational half of the bunker. Bob, isn't it 24 chromosomes? That's what that is. Um, just a second. That, that, that was my understanding. Normal, normal. Well, you, you hate to say normal, but r- most of the population has 23. 23. And I think on. Down syndrome is 24. Yep, it's 24. 24 chromosomes. <laughs> I just pulled up the calculator on the damn screen so I could add that. <laughs> math <laughs> is your friend. <laughs> I can't do real math. I'm pulling the yeah, so it's, so it's 24 chromosomes. Yes. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, but I had no idea. See, there's Mike. symbolism in everything. I had no idea about the butterfly or... No. I mean, I mean, it, it's you know. Yeah, if you, if it doesn't affect. You. Yeah, I mean, you're happy assholing your way through life, and you find out the rainbow means LGBT and 
plus A. Yeah, now butterflies mean Down syndrome. I mean, it's you need a goddamn scorecard just to get through life nowadays. Yes. All right, are we done and, with that? And if the Barbie Jeep falls on top of Ken while he's working on it, that particular Barbie can lift it up with one hand. Mm. I know. I Grumpy Barbie. Right. Uh, you know how there's a lot of places that, you know, where people just run in and start looting stores like Walgreens, Walmart. Yeah, it happens all the time, John. Happens all the time. You mean in uh, like Democrat run cities? Oh, possibly. <laughs> An armed Walgreens employee opened fire on a pregnant woman who allegedly shoplifted from the Nashville store, Kentucky. Well, that's a little over. (laughs) Striking her multiple times and forcing doctors to perform an emergency C-section to save her baby Wednesday night. The worker reportedly reportedly witnessed... God damn it. Have another old-fashioned No. (laughs) The worker reportedly witnessed the woman who who was seven months pregnant and second... Uh, and and a second individual steal items from the store, confronted them, and then ended up in an exchange of mace and bullets. The employee said he watched the two women load up a large bag and store cart and just walked out the store without paying. He followed the pair into the parking lot, witnessed them on unlo- them uploading all the sto- the stolen items into the car trunk, and uh, moved to approach the women. One of them whipped out a can of mace and sprayed the worker. Uh, the staffer then brandished his semi-automatic pistol and began shooting at the alleged shoplifters. He shot the 34-year-old pregnant woman multiple times. Ooh. He reported and uh, told the cops that he was afraid and didn't know whether the women were armed, according to the local outlet. The women jumped into their car, sped off to the hospital. The second woman dropped off the injured pregnant partner in crime at the general hospital and drove off. The ambulance then transported the wounded shoplifter to Vanderbilt University Medical Center, where the doctors performed an emergency C-section to cut out the seventh-month-old baby, whose who bullets miraculously missed. I can't read anymore. Both the women and baby are in critical but stable condition. All right, so what do we think about this? Well, that guy fucked there up. You go. Eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, based on that. What you just read, um, that guy fucked up. So you know uh, what they fucked around and they found out, didn't they? They, they sure did. <laughs> um, I mean, is there any other? I don't know of, of any. This is the first I'm hearing of the story, and if there's as any of other the, conflicting, yeah, as, reports or video footage have surfaced that they whip out a gun or not, not that I know. Of. I don't know if they were armed. Interest me is that it says the investigation is ongoing and there have been no arrests. Yeah, no arrests. So the guy mm-hmm. apparently the guy was. I, in the I didn't see where this was though, like well, what town this was in. I can. I can. Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, well. Then. So I guess they have the right Nashville. to defend themselves. Or once she sprayed him with the mace, I guess it's okay to pull uh, out. I think, yeah. Well, you're. You know, this is Tennessee. We don't know New Jersey. You'd have to run away. Run away. Run away. <laughs> Not this guy. (laughs) I mean, that baby was probably going to be rehomed anyway. Right. This guy was like, you based me. It's. Yeah. As they often like to say, the optics look bad. Yes. But we don't know if there's any other evidence that they're not reporting on. Like the manifesto from the transgender in Nashville that shot up the the Christian school. 
Well, did you see the video? Um, it was a woman in Walmart. I didn't catch the town, but she, of course, it was a black lady, but she, they had all of the children, like the baby clothes on like hangers behind glass doors. This was at a target locked up and, and they were, well, this woman was like real good. Y'all maybe it was target. She's like real good. Y'all good job. Way to go. Way to go. Y'all. Thanks a lot. Like blaming everybody who was going in there and stealing shit. So, oh, I, mean, I think I heard the audio of that. Um, I think that was in, I, I may be wrong. I heard the audio of that played on um, Shapiro or Michael Knowles on a Daily Wire. And I think that might have been part of the Chicago, um, where the 100, hundreds of teens just started mass looting. Yeah, well, that was part of it. I think it, I I might be. I think that might be the town that happened, it, Bob. But this well, tar, this Target was in uh, San Francisco. With it's the shooting to where they need to do it. You guys remember Circuit City? Yeah, yeah. When you wanted to buy was anything, that was state of the art. Yeah, where um, if you wanted to buy anything like I don't know more than like a hundred bucks, uh, you had to. You know, get with a sales associate, and they would you know ring it up, and you'd go to the pickup area, and it would come like rolling down the. That's you know, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how Best was. Remember Best? Yes. And then we had one down here called Service Merchandise. That was that way. They were always like that. Basically, you went into a showroom, and uh, you know you would you would get a pad and a pencil, and you would write down the item number and and the cost, right. and you once you, you paid for it. Yeah, once you got everything, you would take it to the you know register. They'd punch it in, give you a receipt. You go pick it up. And that's that's ironically that's why, in my opinion, those types of businesses failed. But unfortunately, in the modern world, they're going to have to go back to it because they're they're losing money hand over fist. Or they could stop. They could have people. Or they could go, enforce the laws. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's crazy talk. We can't Whoa, have that. We can't have that. We can't stop people from just walking in, stealing shit and walking right out. We just like, bye, thanks, come again. You know, people think there's no ramifications for this stuff. And I know this is kind of a tangent, but it relates to what we're talking about. I own rental properties. And the insurance premium for the homeowner's insurance on one of my properties went up 19%. I got the letter in the mail and, you know, they petitioned the state of New Jersey that they're going to ask for a 19% increase in my premium. Why? So, well, I called up my HS is 19%. How did they justify this? So the particular homeowner's insurance company that I was using is nationwide and they insure all kinds of things. So remember in 2020, we had eight months of BLM just burning cities wow. and looting and mostly yes. well, insurance companies are not going to eat that. No. So what happened was it got passed down to the consumer I am the consumer. So because of what happened in 2020 with the most with the fiery, but mostly peaceful, peaceful protests, my insurance premium went up 19 percent. Thank Christ I sold that property and I don't have that problem right now with that particular insurance company. But this is what happens. You know, you had people in the BLM movement and Democrat and communist 
but then I repeat myself, <laughs> movement saying the insurance companies are losing the money. You're not losing the money. No, I assure you, in the end, you will lose the money because the insurance companies will not lose. So there's a question for Deuce in the chat. Uh, they said, uh, how old is your roof? The roof age dictates a lot of what you pay. Uh, I'm sorry. Sparky Toaster said that how much, how long, how old was the roof of your property? What does that got to do with? Well, he's saying that the roof age dictates a lot of what you pay. So if you had like an older roof. Well, that the roof on this particular property that I, I bought the property in 2017. It was a roof put on in 2012. Okay. So, so at that time, the roof was about five years old. All right. So now it's. I can do the math. Old-fashioned math tells me it's 11 years old. Right. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So that's what it is. The roof. The roof. <laughs> but this this came right from my insurance agent. He was like, yeah, well, you didn't think the insurance companies were going to take the hit, did you? Probably not. Right? No, of course they're not. No, they never take the hit. It's the same way when See, they raise taxes on companies. They're exactly. Like, the corporations do not pay taxes. Jackass pays the taxes right. because they they're raise, not going to take the loss. No, they're just going to take and, and put it in the price of the product. And these happy little marks just go skipping down the lane, go la, 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 thinking that's how it works, and it's not true. Yes. But I digress. Right. Okay. All righty, where are we where are we at now? Do we have? Uh, shall I talk about the non-binary uh, Saturday Night Live new actress? Act sounds like an equity hire. Sounds like an equity hire. Bobby John does not sound like an equity hire. Not me. Oh, this person. <laughs> okay, here we go. Saturday Night Lame. I've been hung up on my genitals for far too long, and I'm starting to feel like a freaking Republican lawmaker. Hello. <laughs> so doesn't uh, you can't see Deuce? I, I, you know what I, you know, truth and lending disclosure. <laughs> I have no idea who this person is. I don't know what they look like. So, right. but I've heard about it. Okay, so think of Chris Farley as a fat broad. So it's a Chris Farley wannabe transvestite. It, it kind of sort of is. Well, without I, all the comedy. To be honest Without with you, the talent. Yeah. exactly. Half the talent, twice the actor. Half, you're being yeah. river. <laughs> right. So KUNT. KUNT. <laughs> we have our first non-binary person on Saturday Night Live. Right here on KUNT Radio. <laughs> awesome transition. So as of this week, <laughs> there are now over 14 states that have passed bills restricting health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. For some reason, they're... All right. So there's your first lie you feckless whatever you are. They're not, they're not cutting back on health care for kids. What they're doing is not allowing you to go in there and fuck. They're trying to save kids. All right? They're not allowing them to put them on puberty, puberty blockers. And, fuck. and Puberty blockers? Yeah, puberty blockers. Okay? From now on, Deuce, podcasting, one old-fashioned, and one old-fashioned only. Yeah. John, we prefer the term gender-affirming care. Right. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because that's the thing with this gender-affirming care is that ratchet only turns one Excuse way. Me. Excuse me. 
I am not Bob. I am non-binary boomer. Okay. Non-binary boomer. <laughs> Thank you. That ratchet only turns one way because if someone, if someone's child says that they think they are the opposite sex, you would try to give them psychological help first, but you're no. not allowed to do that. And it's like, no. nope. Welcome to a litany of puberty blockers and hormones, and we're going to chop off your genitals. Yeah, it's one way. It's a one way ratchet. That doesn't do enough for the trillion dollar industry that they're projecting. This is going to be seven million dollars per patient. Exactly. Per and in the lifetime, the the amount of drugs that they have to take, and the um. So what? As long as I'm rich. <laughs> Are you a stockholder, non-binary boomer member? I am not going to disclose that information. Okay, hang on. So let's let's let the uh, we have our answer. Let's have the non-binary Chris Farley talk some more. Something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about freaking kids' lives. See, again, this is where your problem is. In other words, we care about kids. We don't want you taking and mutilating them and putting them on puberty blockers and basically sterilizing children before they can even figure out what the hell's going on in their lives. You know, the biggest crime that they're doing is they're selling that this is reversible and it's not, it's not, you got all these poor girls that are going bald. Their voices are permanently like this. Um, they're sterile. Um, it is not reversible at all. You know, they're, they're selling you a bill of goods. I don't know. I've been on steroids. I've been testosterone <laughs> now for like three years. And I, I don't really feel like a man anymore. So I think I'm going to go back and try to be a woman. Although I've hacked off my tits and now I can't, uh, you know, I can't have children and everything that made me a woman. Uh, I could try to grow my hair back, but now I look like, uh, I don't know, who's that guy that was... Uh, the Rock. I kind of look like The Rock. <laughs> Bob? Yes? <laughs> Your thoughts? I don't know. The only thing that keeps popping in my head is like the Orson Welles um, advertisement that he did for Paul Masson wine. The wine? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He, I think it, think it was We Will Sell No Wine before, before it's, it's time. time. Well, they need to do that with this fucking medication. Yeah. They shouldn't prescribe the wine before it's time. I don't see why it can, again, I'm listen, I'm the most liberal person on this podcast. All right. So I believe that there are some people that transitioning from a man to a woman is necessary. Okay. I disagree. I understand. Of course you do. All right. But that has to go where you are. Uh, you know, you go through uh mental you go to a psychiatrist you go through therapy you try everything else and then at that point when you're 16 17 18 and you want to go on these puberty blockers or you want to go on you want to transition or you want to go on estrogen or whatever you want to do at that point fine go ahead live your live your best life i don't have a problem with it and, then, and so now they go oh we're gonna let a man go into a bathroom is it yeah if she passes as a woman she gets to go into the bathroom, the women's bathroom. But if she's dressed like a woman with chest hair and a beard, that broad goes into the men's room. Okay. We have as men, 
we have to protect women from trans women or people that are basically using the system to get around this and then the, the perverts go into the women's bathrooms. That's my point. I why? disagree. Why? Be because when you say, oh, yeah, it's a consent thing. You know, it says you're buying into the argument when you say, well, okay, your body, your choice, you're 18, you make your own decision. Correct. All right. Now there is a ailment and the name escapes me because of um, old fashionitis. Okay. <laughs> but there are people that believe that they're not supposed to have a limb. Okay. A leg or an arm. And they believe that they should have that removed from them so that they can feel whole. Okay. Okay. And for those people, they generally get psychiatrists and psychologists to help these people. Isn't that a straw man's well, argument? It is not a straw man's argument. No. No, because if if you agree with that, if you say, well, you know what, we got you're you're supposed to have four limbs, you're supposed to have two arms and two legs, generally. Okay. As a human being. We we, we need to help you with this. This okay. is a social contagion. It's only kind of come around only in the last five years. That, that part I agree with. You know, so through 2000 millennium of recorded history, this has never happened. And when you go through the demographics, the greatest generation, the baby boomers, Generation X, and now you're into the Zoomers, it's only in the Zoomers where this is really becoming an issue. You have to, like, take a step back and think to yourself, why is this happening? Why, after thousands of years of civilization and evolution, this is going on? So to say, you know what? I don't care because it doesn't affect me. You do you. You're buying into that progressive narrative. And you're that's how they gain so much ground. Because by you saying that, you're ceding the ground to them. Okay. I don't see the problem in that. As long as that's what they want to do. Remember, again, again, am I a libertarian? What am I? Do, well, Bob, I think you're still blue. I am not. <laughs> Bob, you know me. What do you think I am? Am I libertarian? Am I conservative? Am I, I think you're liberal? I think you're bedazzled. Is your name Bob? You're bedazzled. <laughs> Bob. I think you're kind of a mixture of uh, old school values with some new age kind of thought. I think John likes to be liked. Again, uh, no. I just want people to be able to. I will. I will say four years. You know, when I left Brand X four and a half years ago, it broke my heart. You were far bluer than you are now okay i'm just glad you came around on some of times but you know, you're, me. you're still a work in progress <laughs> okay a work in progress and that blue hat on your head is all the proof that i need because a, a real a real philly's hat is fucking red you motherfucker take that blue fucking hat off <laughs> i would but bob's background has me in a blue hat i want to be able to match I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> Just see what's going on in the background. <laughs> Had I known, I would. No, I mean, really. I mean, you, I, I yeah, sincerely, I sincerely, 
I do to sincerely it. say that you are you have come along nicely. Thank you. In the four and a half years. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. So it's going to make our next topic less interesting. The fact that he can't see the screen. Okay, let's try this. I'll try to. Oh, the reason you're here. To make old fashions. That. Well, that's my other purpose in life. <laughs> the 2025 Corvette SUV. Is so, that blasphemous? An SUV wearing the Corvette name may seem out of the ordinary, but it's happening for the 2025 model year. A source inside General Motors told us that Chevrolet, after years of hesitation, will now finally follow many other sports car makers by expanding the legendary Corvette sports car brand to encompass vehicles beyond two-seaters. While the company is in the midst of creating a new performance-focused EV sub-brand that will include an SUV as well as a four-door sedan, the first Corvette SUV will be powered by a gasoline engine and will ride on the same platform that underpins the Cadillac CT4 Blackwing and the CT5 Blackwing. Uh, this means that two sizes of SUVs could be offered, one compact, one midsize, to better compete with rivals such as Porsche Macan, Cayenne, as well as the BMW X3 and X5. Um, we uh, see when we learn more about the SUV, we will update it. Now, there's they're talking about a five-seat Corvette with ground clearance, cargo space, and serious go-fast performance will likely skew towards the value-ended side of things. An accessible, sorry, as accessible price tags have been long a key tenant in the Corvette's mission, uh, which is true because Corvettes tend to, even after five years, still hold close to 50% of their actual um, in invoice value. Um Ah, well, we think that entry-level models could uh, even sell slightly higher, sorry, slightly lower entry price point than the current mid-engine C8 Corvette-based model. They're talking uh, a 1LT will be 60 estimated, uh, 2LT 70, and a 3LT 80. Um, they're talking about a turbocharged four-cylinder or a twin-turbo V6, while a mid-sized one will no doubt come with GM's 6.2-liter V8, which... There's another article under this that says a 682 horsepower 2025 Corvette SUV will fight the Cayenne. Deuce your thoughts on all this. First off, I'd like to say um, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys had me on because I've been a, a, a big fan of both of you guys and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bob's. And a couple of years fuck. ago, well, yeah, fuck you, John. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of Bob since you guys started this thing. And a couple of years ago, I became aware of one of your podcasts that Bob did own a Corvette. And I was always curious as to what he had. So, um, you know, Bob, what, you. what did you have? Oh, you can't see. Damn it. Oops. Well, if you tell me, I can visualize it. It's like theater of the mind. Well, um, my first vet, uh, I got oh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, I I got one uh like three days after I got married. Um, in '09, uh, I bought an uh '02 convertible. Okay, C five, nice, yeah, nice it choice. Was, it was the uh pu light pewter metallic. Okay, um, black top. Um, and uh, uh, you know, polished the crap out of it. That's when I got into automotive polishing and uh, paint correction and all that stuff. Um, did a little bit of you know work on it. Uh, you know, getting those rear two uh spark plugs was pretty fun that's but, a bitch fest yeah but it, it, it was low mileage like i said i bought it it was uh like seven years old and it had like 
40 something thousand miles on it so not bad you know it uh, wasn't necessarily a garage queen all of its life i could tell um and the owner wasn't didn't polish it the way that i did but uh so not uh i i had to ditch it for work i was uh, working for somebody else and he was an asshole so i wanted to get my own you know you can't put drywall in a fucking corvette pretty tough especially yeah. a convertible right so <laughs> i went ahead and i um when i did open my own uh you know business got a little cash flow i went ahead and i got uh this baby here which you won't see it but if you watch the video later you will um it, it was a now i this was back in like 2014 I, I got a 2011 uh grand sport nice um it was the you it's know yellow Bob. yeah it was, it was yellow. The yellow john it's yeah yellow. and it yellow. had the hashes on the front i don't know why it's the fender hash find that yeah i've got that image here too so when you watch this later <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> and i had put the uh i had put the carbon fiber splitter on the front oh so great absolutely gorgeous and uh of course you know blacked out all the emblems in the tail it's clean but, uh, it's probably as clean as your cars are nice. yeah i polished the crap out of it yeah. so that's what we do and i i only drove it on the weekends that kind of thing but uh to church but then I, I developed issues driving. I get a little, for lack of a better term, I get like dizzy when I drive, have little like panic attacks and stuff. So I had to get rid of it. Okay. So there's, there's no point in having that kind of a car when you can't enjoy it. Did he answer your question? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is how Corvette guys talk. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Now, I was always curious because I had heard it on, you know, like I said, a podcast that you guys did a couple of years ago. And I was like, then that pricked my ears i'm like ooh, a corvette dude yeah so um regarding the, the story at hand bob's correct corvettes do hold their value very well um i've owned five um up until recently i had three i sold a 75 that in 2012 i paid twenty one thousand for i kept it for 10 years put fifteen thousand miles on it i got six thousand more than i paid for it Who's right. laughing? That's Bob's laughing because Nick says <laughs> John's sorry. struggling because he's not a Corvette. He doesn't have Corvette stories, mainly because he can't get into one. So fuck Nick. At one time, John Domingo did drive my 1990, my first Corvette, my 1990 Corvette. There you go. That's right, Nick. I, I had the car. Did you have to this is for you, and this is for the horse you rode in on right and there. I, and I drove it to John's house, and uh, he drove it. Yeah. But... um. John Regarding the story at hand, there's uh, a couple of aspects of this. Um, one thing that General Motors does very well is the Corvette. It's a huge moneymaker, and it's a um, well, the first Halo car. C8 was it not kind of plagued with issues though? The C8, any first year of any car is plagued with issues. The 1984 right. Corvettes had tons of issues. John's cousin had a 1968 Corvette and they were really terrible. It's the first year of any body style of any car, but when it's a halo car, people like to just pile on. And hey, let's have fun with John. John, what year was there? No um, production model Corvette released. Fuck what I know. <laughs> I don't know. Deuce, go ahead. Uh, is an 83. There Correct. were 83s made, but none sold to the public, so there was a gap. See, Bob, I told you the Deuce knew his fucking shit about Corvette. Well, Bob does too. I'm just okay. saying that I brought you in here because you are 
a expert on Corvettes. Now, have you have you ever been to Bowling Green? I have not. Ashamedly, my brother Joe got the Bowling Green to the museum long before I. I have yet to go. Did you uh, go every before? year? I plan on going, and every year something comes up to jack me up, and I can't go. Hey, Did Bob, you? have you ever been to Carlisle, Pennsylvania, where the biggest Corvette show on the East Coast is? It's the biggest Corvette show on the East Coast in the world, Bob. Deuce, tell them how many times you've been there. Uh, 33 years in a row. Right. They yeah, can't have it without me. And the only reason I missed the first day because I didn't fucking know about it. Well, Don, John, do you need, even know the significance of Bowling Green? No. Of course not, Bob. Well, that's where the Corvette manufacturing plant is. Uh, you can, if you, When you buy one new, you can actually opt to go there and pick it up. Option RC8. There you go. And then uh, across the <laughs> industry... Across the interstate from that is the Corvette Museum. Which I still have yet to be Which, at. Wasn't it like five, six years ago they had a like a the the uh, floor in the museum caved in? Uh yeah. two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen. Valentine's that Day. That I, I think. saw. That yeah, I that saw. was a trip. Yeah, eight eight vets plummeted like 40, 50 feet down into the sinkhole. And from what I know, they got all the cars out of that hole. And they've just kind of just kept them, like preserved them as they are, and they're they're on display still. Yes, they were able to restore three of them. I, you know, the other five were really too far gone, so they're just they're on display. Uh, they got the one millionth Corvette that was on display there, which was a 1992 white on red, black top convertible to mimic the '53 Corvette. And what was really significant about that car and what they did was every when that car came down the line, everybody that built that car signed their name. And the parts that they need to replace, they FedExed around the country to people that worked on that car in 1992 because they had long since retired and they had them re-sign their names and they put it back on that car. So they really did an outstanding job. The, the, the Corvette is an icon. Um, uh, America builds icons. And, and among them, I count the Harley Davidson, the Jeep, the Ford Mustang, and the Corvette. Um, there, nothing really screams America more to me than those four. Um, there's, well, there's I've, been, I've had my share of you know, vehicles and... I've had a Mustang. I've had the Charger Daytona. I've had a Camaro, and nothing, nothing compares to the drivability and, and like the feel and the balance yeah. of a fucking Corvette. Yeah, I don't care what year you get. What year doesn't matter. People think it's funny when you say, it, but they're practical when you compare it to having a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. Oh, I mean, they, get, they get astounding gas mileage. They have astounding um, cargo capacity. Um, but you know, it, you and I can just sit here all night and we're boring the so shit do out you of think time. with this, uh, Corvette SUV, do you think they're kind of doing what like Ram did, what, what Dodge did with Ram and they, they broke Ram off as its own brand. Well, so that's the Ram vans and the Ram it, trucks. That's well, what's yeah. going on right now. There's a couple of schools of thought on this regarding the article. They want general motors lost Pontiac. They lost Hummer. They lost Saturn and they lost Saab. Uh, thanks to Obama back in 2008. So they want to build on success. So the thought is, personally, myself, I'm a little conflicted. 
I like the fact that the Corvette was a Chevy. It was from day one. It was the Chevrolet Corvette. Okay. It wasn't, you know, a Pontiac or, but it didn't have the bow tie on it. It, it. it always had the, the appropriate C whatever uh, emblem. Exactly. The, the, the Chevrolet, uh, the uh, Fleur de Lou and the Chevy emblem were always on right. the cross flags emblem. It was always there. Yep. They were proud that it was a Chevy. Right. But now they want to build on their success of what General Motors does well, and it is the Corvette. So one school of thought is that they're going to spin Corvette off as its own mark. So it would be Chevy, it would be Buick, it would be Cadillac, it would be Corvette. And then from there, you diverse out into SUVs and other vehicles because the Stingray name has a lot of history and it's very confusing to people that aren't Corvette guys like you and I are, but they've gone out of their way to brand the base Corvette as a Stingray. And then after that, you have the Grand Sport and then you have the Zeal. So now they want to go into these SUVs and what, and what have you. And I think the only way they can successfully do what, do that is to make the Corvette a standalone brand. Right. So they need to take the Chevrolet Corvette off of it and just call it the Corvette. It'll be Corvette Stingray. It'll be Corvette fill in the blank name for the SUV. Right. You know, Um, and like I said, that's where I come conflicted. I I was not against the car become a mid engine. Um, I was I sold Corvettes at at the time was Kerbeck in Atlantic City. Um, now it's Sioka. They're the largest, um, new car, new Corvette dealer in the world for like 27 years in a row. I had a C5 and when the C6 came out, I was there and I was mad that they did away with the pop-up headlights. And then I drove a C6 at night and I was like, man, I can't see shit in my C5 compared to how I can see in the C6. Yes. It was a great move. It was absolutely a great move. You know, so you have oh, to. I, I went from a from a C five to a C six, and right. the difference was very, very well worth it. Yeah, so. and I and I still have that C five, and I love it to death. I've had five vets. Um, I was thinking about getting a six one recently, but I think I'm going to table that for a year, um, because they're not going to run out of used Corvettes. I mean, they only built so many of them. Well, I I think as long as they when they if they do break it off into its own brand, I hope that they maintain the same you know, level of quality and the, the integrity that goes along with the name. Um, and they don't turn it into like a blazer or something bullshit. That's, that's my biggest fear is they just make it a platform sharer, right? You know, like the Camaro and the Firebird were the same car. Um, hearkening back to the, the bad old days of the 1980s, like a Chevy Cavalier, a Pontiac Sunbird and old Forenza, which John had, a Buick Skyhawk and a Cadillac Cimarron. Yeah, you had that. Uh, you had that Oldsmobile friend. Uh, that Buick Skyhawk you had. Skyhawk, yeah, a Buick yeah, Skyhawk. That was all a Chevy Cavalier. Oh, because okay. General Motors was, you know, they were really. I mean, they they shared the same platform. They just made new headlights and new taillights and said, "Hey, here's your Oldsmobile," or "Hey, here's your Cadillac." All right. So, what I want to ask you to Corvette lovers is would you buy the Corvette SUV? I personally would not, um, only because I want a sports car. 
Okay. I, I, I see the appeal with the Porsches and Audi and Ferrari where they're making these SUVs. Some people want that performance, but they want to haul their family around. So you go to uh, you go a Corvette to, dealership now. No, no. Yeah. So you go to Carlisle, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden a guy shows up with a brand new Corvette SUV. Mm-hmm. Is that an abomination? That that's where I say I'm conflicted. What does um, Obama have to do with this? An ab- abomination. <laughs> it's like it's uh, that's where I'm conflicted. I I am all for. Overall, I was pretty much in favor of pretty much everything that they did with the two-seater all-American sports car. Now they're going somewhere else. And using Porsche and Lamborghini and Audi as templates, they've been very successful. And it's all about the bottom line. And it's a global economy now, and General Motors wants to stay on top. Well, as far as me going to one, I mean, I currently drive this thing. So that is a, what is that, Bob? Because he can't see it. It's a 2020 Pacifica. Okay. With all the options. It, you know, like if you if you start getting out of your lane, it like nudges the wheel back into your lane. Like, oh, and, the, uh, and I, I need that because of my driving issues. Well, I call it drunk driver assist. You right. drive like he so, speaks. <laughs> so, uh, but I can fit, not that I do, um, but I can fit a four by eight sheet of plywood or drywall in there if need be. Um, mm-hmm. I can fit a three-tiered uh 24-foot freaking ladder in there no problem and close the you know lift gate the uh the tail, yeah. so, so if if corvette offered a model like i would feel really weird putting paint stuff in there you know mm-hmm. i i doubt they're gonna make like a cargo maybe they will but mine they made a a huge cargo mat you know that i just keep the seats down in the floor and i just put a huge cargo mat in there and i never that thing i could, I could take the mat out right now and it would look like a brand new van still so yeah, they're it, it's it's an int- it's a it's a a brave new world now, and um, I never thought that uh, something like this would even be a topic in the in the sports car world or on the boomer bunker. How about this one? John's laughing about something. Samsung has released a 110 inch class micro LED Samsung 4K with Smart Hub television. Now let me highlight the price. Can you see it? Jesus Christ, $150,000. Wow. I mean, cut me a break. Or two Corvette SUVs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I go back to Corvette was always an icon as a sports car. Now they're trying to take and make it a family car, an SUV. Uh, Trust me, I I mean, for $60,000, I would much rather have a Corvette SUV than a regular Corvette. For me, I, I think what's going to wind up happening is they'll release it. There'll be some pushback. And then within two or three years, guys like me and Bob will come around and we'll buy one. There you go. Well, you know, when there was a comic who was like, yeah, my dream car when I was in high school was a was a 1982 Datsun 280Z. And last week for $700, my dream came true. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Corvettes are phenomenal at holding their value. Absolutely. My I sold my 75 and I and you know I'm I'm trying to get out of this fucking state with fuckface Phil. So I had to thin the herd out a little bit. So I let the 75 go. And that car wound up in Florida. I found it 
you know, that's where it wound up being sold. You know, I punched in the VIN number and like, hey, here's the car. And uh, that was just a coolest. I mean, it was the slowest fucking Corvette they ever made. It was a 75. It had 165 horsepower. But you just look cool as fucking shit. Just driving down the road in that car with the top down. So, you know, Deuce has a, uh, on one side of his garage, he actually has a lift. So he can lift one car up. He, he took the ceiling out of the garage and, and made it higher. So you could put one car up on the lift and he drives one car underneath. Yes. So, uh, yeah. He, I turned a two-car garage in with a three-car garage. Yeah, basically. Nice. With a lift. I wanted to do that in uh, mine, but mine has a, you know, like a low, only has like an eight-foot eight you know, ceiling, so I couldn't. Yeah, it. mine did too. So what I, my brother was a contractor. I had him blow out the ceiling, and I put an eight foot by eight foot box in the ceiling. So wow. when you lifted the car up, the yeah, roof yeah. of the car would just go right up in there. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Oh, it's the best way to detail your car. My knees don't hurt no more. My back don't hurt no more. It's like you just raise the car up where you need it, and you. Yeah. Right here's the rock. Here's the. Uh, you know the the rocker panels are right at my nose, and I can just wax away wax with my knees and back straight, and I don't hurt no more. Now, Sparky Toaster says the 1982 he feels is the best looking vet. He loves the curves on that car. C three, yeah, that's a C C three. So well, that. back in the day, they were they didn't call them C anything. That was yeah, something that came out with the C five. Yeah. Uh, the 1968 to 82 vets were known as the Sharks. That body style. That's how yep. long that ran from 1968 to 82. It ran for 15 model years. That's what your your cousin had, the 68 and that mm -hmm. copper bronze. Yep. 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 Well, that was actually my uncle's. Oh, that uncle? was my okay. dad's brother. He bought that brand new when he came back from Vietnam. Okay. And then he had it and then he sold it to my cousin. My cousin re, uh, basically went back and just completely refurbished the whole thing. Yeah, I remember when he was working on that. I had a, my, my C3 was a 75 red with a white top, red interior. Yeah. And uh, I love that fucking car and I miss it, you know, but, you know, you have to thin the herd out. You know, I'm looking down the road. You got a grandkid that you're going to have to spoil. Yeah, well, I was before the grandkid. I was, if I want to get out of fucking Dodge, you know, It'll cost well, me you can just get the SUV. Move these three cars out of New Jersey. What? What? I go and I I build this whole fucking studio down here in the basement of my hovel, and now all of a sudden you're going to move out of the state. What did I do all this for? Well, I'll commute. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, guys, we've done this for two hours and twenty minutes, basically. So I think it's time to wrap it up. What do you think, Bob? I think I have something to take us out. Okay. Making hand for a second you know it'd be a bitch if we got a copyright strike for that <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny all right deuce thank you so much for actually showing up to the boomer bunker i really appreciate this 
You make a mean old fashioned. I'm finally starting to be able to think straight again. I can't drink four of those or two doubles. I can't drink two doubles. It's just too much. My body can't handle it. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, after all this time, it's been great to finally uh, speak to Bob. Uh, I'm a big fan. Even I'm glad you met me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, you're the backbone of the bunker. So, you what know. am I, fucking chopped <laughs> liver over here? John's the penis, I'm the nuts. <laughs> Do I know my Johnny or what? <laughs> and for this episode, Deuce was the taint. <laughs> give it give us somewhere to rest you know all right so listen if you want to hear more deuce and john you can always go to the brand x podcast at brandxpodcast.com the boomer bunker there's going to be links in the show notes for all this thank you very much for uh hanging out with us and uh we'll see you next time adios bitches